The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to the Southeast Polk Gym. Mark Amadale along with Scott Babinett as we get set for Dowling and Southeast Polk. Game one of our girls and boys doubleheader as we are sitting right behind the scores table, but up on the track as we were for Johnston. And there's another a walking Northwest will do the same, but uh, not bad seat, Scott. I wish I could upgrade you. And I want to thank James <laughs> for uh, tagging along tonight. James Helming, or you got your own stat guy. And that, that got helped. the attention of the guy that helped you with the boys game, Mr. Metalba, because he looked at me. <laughs> And he looked at you, and he says, I don't have a stat guy. So you got to go find one. We found James. Yeah, he's been a big help to me. And, you know, good to have old connections and friends, right? Absolutely. No question about it. Well, Scott, let's take a look at tonight's starting lineup, first of all, for the visitors for the fifth and final time of uh, 2022, the Dowling girls and boys basketball teams. They started out five straight road games. This is the fifth one. Dowling will be home Friday night. Their home opener and it seems like we're halfway through the season, but we're really not. That's just amazing how the schedule worked out with the new CIML that has got revamped. Right. I asked Coach Meyer who she uh, made angry on that schedule. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we found out, if it wasn't for Coach Meyer and Colin Ankeny and trying to get things worked out, we would be in Ankeny Friday night. So they flipped right. the game and uh, they traded home games. So uh, thanks uh, to the folks up at Ankeny. Let's take a look at Dowling's starting lineup tonight. Uh, the Maroons come in here with a record of 3-3. Three and three. In girls' play, they are ranked ninth in Class 5A, the Iowa's largest class. The Maroons will start at point guard Ava Zedeker, 5'10 sophomore, averaging 21 points, leads the team with 12 threes and assists with three and eight steals. And Zedeker will wear number 13. The other guard is Layla Tritton. Tritton, a 5'8 sophomore, averaging eight and a half points, leads the team with 46% from the field, from the field, and she wore number 15. And the other guard is Julia Moore, a 5'6 senior, averaging six and a half points, three and a half rebounds, she'll wear number 21. And one forward, Ellie Olson, 5'10 sophomore, and she'll wear number five. And at center for the Maroons, Lauren Frericks. Frericks, a 5'10 senior, averaging six and a half points, and she will wear number 25. So it's Zedeker, Tritton, Moore, the three guards, along with Olson and Frericks. Dowling coached by Kristen Meyer in her seventh year at Dowling, 109 wins, 36 losses. Assisted by Joel Danner and Audrey Favor. And the Maroons come in averaging 55 points on offense, giving up just under 54 points on defense. And now for the Southeast Polk Rams, the head coach is Tracy Daly in her 11th year. Assisted by Emily Zalek, Chuck Engel, Joel Van Coten, and James Rest. Rams come in with a record of 6 0. They're ranked fourth in Class 5A, and they'll start this line for one guard, J.C. Mitchell. 5'5", senior averaging 8 points. Leads the team with 9 made 3 to wear number 4. The other guard is Alyssa Bartlett, a 5'6", sophomore, averaging 12 points. Leads the team in rebounds, averaging 10. In assists, averaging 4.5 and, and 18 steals. Bartlett will wear number 10. And the other guard is Brooklyn Daly, the coach's daughter, a Drake University recruit. 6'0", senior, averaging 15.5 points, 4.5 rebounds. Leads the team with six blocks and shooting percentage of 45% from the field. Daly will wear number 22. And the fourth guard is Stella Charleston, the Dort commit. 5'8", senior, averaging seven points and leads the team with nine made three. She'll wear number 24. And the post player tonight getting the start is Ava Folseth, 5'10", junior, averaging seven points and leads the team with an 89% free throw 
percentage. Solstice will wear number 42. It'll be Mitchell, Bartlett, Daly, Charleston, and Solstice, the three guards. Ashlyn Williams, who normally starts, is injured. Injured her foot, and she will be out at least this week, according to Coach Daly, and will not play tonight. And the two subs that we know of for Southeast Polk will be Zoe Hens, a 5'5 sophomore, and Anna Van Coten. Her dad is the assistant coach. A 5'8 junior is Coten. Those are the two that we know will come off the bench for Southeast Polk. And for Dowling Catholic, the Maroons will come off the bench with Ellie Moeller and Alex Gaskell in the post. Both are 6'1. Moeller, a soft, or freshman, Gaskell, a sophomore, and Moeller had her uh, career high of 12 points uh, the other night at Waukee. She was huge, and we, the, the Maroons need another big night from her as well. All right, we'll take a break and come back with a tip off in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio is now available on your smart speaker. Step one, say, Alexa, enable the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. Or enable it through your Alexa app. Step two, say, Alexa, open Iowa Catholic Radio. Now enjoy listening to Iowa Catholic Radio through your smart speaker. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by... Hi, Douglas this is Dr. Associates Dan Ryan, your president of Dowling Catholic High School. Welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio. Not only broadcasting basketball, but also... Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Hello, my name is Father Reed Flood. Let us pray together for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition this evening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask that you bless all those involved in this athletic competition this evening. We ask that you keep them safe and that they show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Sebastian, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And welcome back to the Southeast Polk Gym. Mark Hamadale, Scott Babnett, as we get settled in here for the tip-off between Dowling and Southeast Polk from the Southeast Gym on a uh, Southeast Polk Gym, rather, on a, a truly, can, we, can I use the word miserable night? I mean, just yes. call it what it is. Yes. Uh, my goodness. Honesty is the best policy. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it could be the white stuff. Yeah. It could be frozen. And if you go north of Ames, they, they have cancellations all over with high school events. Right. But here in Central Iowa, just damp and wet. Right. Yeah, it, it, it is wet out there, but... Uh... Roads seem good on the way over. So. Well, let's hope they remain that way. And as, as we leave here tonight, I want to thank our officials. They are Michael Johnson, who will toss the ball in the air, along with uh, Kenneth Norland and Scott Van Beck. We appreciate those gentlemen for taking part in high school activities tonight here from the Southeast Polk Gym, Mark Amadale and Scott Babinet. And uh, we appreciate you uh, tagging along. James Helming is our statistician. And Dowling wins the tip. They will go left to right in front of us as we are high above in the uh, – track next to the right behind the, uh, the scorer's table. Dowling with the ball underneath. Trenton with the basket. Nice pass that time by Julia Moore to get the uh, to get the basket. She got the assist. Yeah, that was good ball movement. I decided we've been talking about it all year. Get the shot you want. Now here's a shot up and no good by Southeast Polk and Ava Solstice. Rebound Dowling. The Maroons now dribble towards half court and have it poked away. A little pressure in the backcourt by Southeast Polk, and they're going to do like Valley did, and just kind of token press. Now they're taking Zedeker away. They're face guarding her. Yeah, they're trying to also take uh, time off the clock, which uh, can bother Dowling in the, in the half court. 
Uh, that's one of the things you can do is if you can get this little bit of time off the clock and make them pass a little bit longer, that helps you late in the clock defensively. And that resulted in a foul as uh, Sedeker did get the ball, and she was closely guarded by J.C. Mitchell, the 5'5 senior, and committed the foul. First team foul on Southeast Polk. Mitchell with her first. Two to nothing, Dowling. Here's Zedeker down the lane. A little shot, soft shot for left hand. Good. Ava Zedeker with her first two points. Four to nothing, Dowling. Yeah, that first foul is going to be a key because that opens her up for the drive. Uh, corner three is no good, but Southeast Polk the other way. A shot in the lane is up and good. The basket will count. And a foul on Dowling. Brooklyn Daly shoots and scores. And what are they going to do? Wave it off? Official's going to get huddled up. Yeah, they're going to wave that off. We've got an offensive foul on Daly. That's her first. And now we're going to have the basketballs exchanged. Because guess what we started the game with? Did we start with the boys? The boys, sophomore basketball. So they just just switched it. And you know what happened? Zedeker made that layup. And she said something to the official. And I saw her talking to him. It wasn't about a foul or anything. She she went in and contested. It was the wrong (laughs) basketball. And the officials on that foul took it and looked. He says, yep, it's so we change basketballs to get the girls' ball out there, and we're underway. Quarter nothing, Dowling. 6.40 left. First quarter. Glad you could join us on a uh, gloomy night here in central Iowa. Temperature in the mid-30s. And now here is Julia Moore shoots and scores from the right side. And she had a nice little crossover there to, to make that basket, Scott. That was. And, and it was good uh, penetration dribbles and then retreat dribbles. And then they keep uh, uh, probing the lane and getting the shots they want. A good start for Dallas. Mitchell in the corner for three. No good. Colt shooting by Southeast Polk. Offensive rebound, Southeast Polk. Daly with the rebound and put back, and her shot is good. So, Southeast Polk gets on the board almost two minutes in the contest. Six to two, Dowling. And now a steal by Southeast Polk. Stolen back by Dowling. Here's yeah. Julia Moore getting the ball. Julia going to play soccer at Washington University in St. Louis. Remember a year ago, she was getting ready for that Florida trip. She yeah. missed a couple of weeks. She went down to Florida for the Christmas break to do soccer. And that's off to her. Dowling with the ball with uh, 15 on the shot clock here. Tritton backs in, goes to the right side. Her shot up and good right around Ava Solsa. They're just doing a good job of attacking uh, Southeast Polk right now. I know Coach Taylor will not be happy with these open drives. Right, Southeast Polk with the basketball. Dowling stays man-to-man. We haven't seen any zone here in this girls' contest. With the basketball is Bartlett trying to get loose. The free-throw line can't get a shot off. Leaves it in the lane. Left-handed shot up and good. Brooklyn Daly, the Drake recruit, and the coach's daughter with her fourth point. And it's 8-4. to four. Dowling by four. She's a tough guard because she's really strong. and So she, she just attacks and Hard to stay in front of her. Now, Zedeker in the lane, and her shot with the left hand is no good. Rebound comes out to Southeast Polk. Rams with two team fouls to start the contest. Dowling with none. 4.45 to go first quarter. Rams go right to left. Now, in the lane, the shot up, and no good. A foul call as Brooklyn Daly will go to the line as she attacked the glass. And I think that's so important at this level as foul beyond Marin Heller. That can't be right. Must Julia be, Moore. Julia Moore. Heller's not even the lineup. Moore. Not yet. <laughs> and free throws coming for Brooklyn Daly. First one up from good. Daly, a 73% free throw shooter on the year. Nice game here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Brought to you in part by Asher Vision Clinic, construction professionals, and dental associates. Now Marin Heller is in the lineup. 
yeah, with with Daly, she's she's tough to guard, so it's best to move her off her spots that she wants to get the ball and make it harder that way. Second free throw, no good. Rebound Ellie Muller, who just checked into the Dowling lineup. So Heller and Muller. And Muller had a career-high 12 points against Waukee Friday night coming off the bench. Now Ferris with it to Heller. He's playing with both point guards. Zedeker was in foul trouble Friday night, too, Scott. So it's a big key to keep her in the lineup. And Maroons can use both point guards. Correct. And ball handling is such a big key. And the Dowling girls did a great job of handling the ball the other night, which was key to their win. Now a shot up and no good by Zedeker. It's blocked by Daly. Now she loses it. Zedeker with the steal. Now Zedeker down the floor. Three on one. Leaves it for Moeller. Layup good with the left hand. The freshman, Ellie Moeller, in a timeout Southeast Polk with 3.55 remaining here in the first quarter. Dowling 10, Southeast Polk 5. This will be a 30-second timeout. And uh, that's good uh, dribble penetration by the Maroons. Uh, they got a three-on-one fast break. That was all set up by the steal by Zedeker. Yeah, and that's important for Dowling. I mean, when they, they get in trouble, they get caught in the half-court offense too much. So they, it gets redundant. And so getting the steals, getting the rebounds off the defensive end and flying out are key to, to getting down the court and getting easy baskets to accentuate what you want to do on offense. What's our uh, early rebounds and uh, turnover? Early rebounds, the Maroons have two defensive rebounds, uh, and two and two, uh, two offense, two defensive for uh, – uh, Southeast Polk. So the Maroons shooting percentage is a good uh, reason for why there's that little difference right now. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Skevington's Formal Wear, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Mercy One. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinat here at Southeast Polk High School in Pleasant Hill. Jennifer Phelps back in our Iowa Catholic Radio Station studios. And now a long three. It's no good by the Rams. And that's Anna Van Coten who checked in. Up down court. And Zedeker gets loose. She suits and scores. Ava Zedeker with her four points, so she and Layla Tritton both with four each in the first quarter. 12-5 to five Dowling. Their largest lead is right now at seven. Yeah, it's really good what the Maroons are doing. They're scoring, and then they're taking away the inbound and making it hard right now in Southeast Polk. Rams are getting in their substitution. Zoe Hins checks in, a 5-5 five, five sophomore. Now the ball slapped away as uh, they get it inside the Bartlett. Corner three up, no good by Van Coten. Ball slapped around, and Dowling comes away with it. As Tritton saves it to uh, Moeller. Down court, it's Heller with a little fake on the shot. It's no good, though. Leaves left it short and the rebound out to the Rams. Yeah, and also they get back on defense and stop their, their fast break. So that was that was a good job by the Maroons. Now Southeast Polk with the basketball. And they go down court in a shot up and no good. They're going to get Heller for her first foul. So Heller and Moore with a foul each for Dowling. For Southeast Polk, it's Mitchell and Daly with the foul. And this will send to the free throw line Zoe Hins, who's perfect on the year. First free throw, no good. He got her. Yeah, the old <laughs> announcer's jinx. Jinx, a 100% free throw shooter, through six attempts. Well, the seventh one was no good. So, yeah, blame it on me. <laughs> nice game in Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you part by Dental Associates, Construction Professionals, and Ashford Vision Clinic. Well, she starts a new streak. Hens' second free throw is good. And it's 12 to 6, Dowling by 6 here in the first quarter, 245 remaining. Now, little zone by Southeast Polk, and Muller has the ball slapped away. She put the ball too low, and now down court, lay it no good by the Rams. Hens with the rebound, and Muller comes away with it. 
Yeah, Dowling has to get, stop giving up those second shot opportunities, though. That's going to plague them if they don't. Now a long three by Zedeker. Up off the rim, no good. And the rebound, Southeast Polk. In the backcourt is Ava Solta. It's the start tonight, the 5'10 junior. For the injured, Ashlyn Williams. He's out with an injury, a foot injury. She should be back here shortly now. In the lane, a shot up and no good by Solsitz. Drew the foul, and Ferricks will commit her first foul. And free throws coming for Ava Solsitz. Both teams are doing a good job of attacking. Right now, Southeast Polk's uh, drawing the contact on the, on the uh, drive. First free throw is good by Solsitz. Take all the folks here at Southeast Polk High School, include, including Jason Campbell, their activities director, and of course both head coaches, Tracy Daly and Alan Jenkins. Halftime, we will have Clay Field King, the Dowling Boys basketball coach, previewing the Dowling Boys taking on winless Southeast Polk in that boys matchup. 12 to 8 now is our score. Solsip hits the second free throw. She has two points. 12 to 8, Dowling by four. And he's working inside, and the ball goes off the uh, leg of Dowling. And Ellie Olson. Yeah, this change on defense was predictable by Southeast Polk to go to zone to stop all those drives. And what Downing needs to do is move the ball again side to side through the high post and look for open shooters on the weak side. And, and they tried looking for the dive from the high post there. It just went off uh, Olson's hands. Yeah, it might have forced the pass. Sometimes the, the passer has to be recognized if the shooter's over. And now an offensive foul called on Daly. She backed in, kind of threw her threw her uh, hips into the defender, and Dowling draws a charging foul, and that's the second foul on Brooklyn Daly. That is a big call right there. And that'll put uh, Anna Van Coten back in the 5'8 junior as Daly will sit down. Now, again, if Dowling's patient looks for the shots that they want, they'll be fine against the zone. They'll run them out of this as well. A little 1-2-2 or 3-2 zone, if you will, right. by Southeast and, Polk. And they drop it down. They go from 1-2-2 to 3 you know, three across the front and drop down to a 2-3. Yeah, they'll flatten it out. You're right, Scott. He's looking for Zedeker. She has it at the top of the key. Swings it left. Now Julia Moore for three. Up good! Julia Moore with the left-handed three. That's her fifth point. And she leads Dowling in scoring here in the first quarter, 15-8 to eight maroon. Down court comes Bartlett. Her shot's too strong off the glass. Gets her own rebound. Put back up. Might have been partially blocked. No good. Rebound Dowling and Olsen. Olsen has the ball stolen away. In the lane, shot up and no good. As J.C. Mitchell got the steal in the backcourt. And a foul on Dowling's Ellie Olsen, her first. And uh, Mitchell committed the turnover, but she turned around and uh, stopped Dowling and stole the ball away. Yeah, they're very scrappy. They've always been. That's kind of their DNA. They they hang in play, and and uh, they're competitive, and you have to match that intensity, and they just don't stop. And that's, you know, their coach expects that out of them. Mitchell hits the first free throw. That's her first point of the night, second one on the way, and rolls around and falls through. Two for two at the time is Mitchell, a 79% free throw shooter on the season. And it's 15-10, to 10, Dowling girls leading by five with under a minute to play here in the first quarter from the Southeast Polk Gym. These two teams will meet later on in the season at Dowling. We'll have that game on Iowa Catholic Radio. 16 doubleheaders slated, slated for the season with Dowling girls and boys and then a couple of uh, single games. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinette. Final 40 seconds of the first quarter, 15 on the shot clock. Dowling looking inside. With it is Olsen. Turns. Polk's doing a box-and-one type defense right now. On Zedeker. Yep. 
Now here's Heller. These are first. Julia Moore, now that's a shot clock violation. Moore had the ball, couldn't get a shot off, wanted to pass it, and the shot clock went off. So 22 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Turnover against Dowling. And the Rams are going to set up a, uh, a play, I believe, or, or Dowling called the timeout. We'll see here. Yeah, but it was Dowling timeout. We'll keep it here with a 30-second break here, Scott. Yeah, that last offense possession, they weren't ready for the box and one there. And ball movement was a lot done by the dribble rather than the pass. And as they get into this, they'll, set some, they'll run uh, Ava Zedeker along the baseline a little bit, set some screens for her to open her up. But they can still attack that on the drive. They just have to hit that high post, and then there will be an open open driving lane. They just need to be resolved to getting to the basket and passing more than dribbling at this point. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinat. Jimmy Cataldo will join me for the boys' game right now. 20 seconds left in the girls' game. Southeast spoke with the basketball and trailing by five with 15 seconds to go. Shot clock is off. Here is Bartlett at the free throw line. Won't shoot it. Leaves it for Van Coten. Corner three from the right side. No good. Rebound. Solstice. Three seconds remaining. And now here's Van Coten. A shot at the horn. It's good. So the Rams wait for the final shot. And that is just their third field goal of the first quarter. And Anna Van Coten, the 5'8 junior, hits the shot. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Dowling Catholic 15, Southeast Polk 12. And we'll be back with the second quarter of this girls' game from Southeast Polk High School after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Hey, man, don't impose your beliefs on me. Whoa, hang on a second. If you really believe that people shouldn't impose their beliefs on others, then why are you imposing that belief on me? Like it or not, there are times when the right thing to do is imposing your belief on others. What if policemen didn't like imposing their belief that stealing was wrong on burglars? What if you told your dentist not to impose his belief that you needed a tooth pulled on you? There would be chaos. Sure, nobody likes to be told what to do, but sometimes we have to trust those who know better, like dentists and God. And if we don't understand something that God is trying to tell us, then instead of rejecting it immediately, we should search for the truth. If we do that instead of refusing to listen, we will discover God's plan for us, even if it's hard to understand at first. For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And welcome back to the Southeast Polk Gym. Second quarter underway in this girls' contest in Class 5A. Dowling leading 15-12. to 12. Rams with the basketball to start the quarter. Here's Bartlett. Pass goes inside to Solsip. Broken up by Dowling into the hands of Julia Moore. So Dowling, I think they're going to start their five starters. Now corner three is no good by Tritton. And the rebound out to Southeast Polk. Zedeker, Tritton, Moore, along with Olsen and Frerichs, the five on the floor for Dowling. Southeast Polk. Here's Solsith with it in the lane. Loses the basketball out of bounds with the Dowling basketball. So Solsith, Hens gets to start in the second quarter because the coach's daughter is on the bench with two fouls. Other than that, uh, Charleston out there, Bartlett, Mitchell, and Hens, along with uh, Solsith, the five on the floor for Southeast Polk's guy. It'll be interesting to see uh, what Coach Daly decides to do at this point. If they stay close, I imagine they may, she may let her sit for a while. If the Maroons can try to stretch this out a little bit, then... 
Just have to bring her back. Right, 15, attack. Yeah, 15 on the shot clock. Corner three by Frerichs is no good. Left side. Ball slapped around. Back to Frerichs. Good hustle that time by Ellie Olson to slap it to her. Now in the lane, more. Her shot too strong. Tips it out to her teammate, Tritton. Back to Zedeker. Top of the key. Can't get a shot off. They lob it inside. Now back outside to Tritton. Here's Frerichs with the basketball. Ball tipped out of bounds, and they'll give it to Dowling with 25 on the shot clock. It's really good how aggressive Julia Moore's being tonight. We haven't seen that as much uh, this year with her, but she's being offensively aggressive tonight. Hitting the open shot, not thinking about the shot, and that shows confidence. And, you know, by the time you're a senior, you got to have that confidence. And you're exactly right, Scott. It looks like that with her. Zone defense by Southeast Polk. Corner three good by Julia Moore, just as you dotted up there, Coach. And that's her seventh point tonight. Checked out her eighth point with the second three. Now the Rams down court, and they draw a foul. Moore will get called for the foul, apparently. And yes, she will. So on Julia, that is her second foul. And free throws coming for Solsa, the 5'10 junior for Southeast Polk. She took a shot there, but she was just a step uh, step short on uh, getting there to take the charge on that on that play. First free throw is good by Solsa. She's three for three at the line as Olsen. And more check out of the Dowling lineup. Heller back in, and so is Ellie Muller. Second free throw, no good. Offensive rebound, hands underneath, layup is short. Ball slapped around, and Dowling comes away with it. Solsith misses the second free throw. She had her first three. Dowling the other way. Here's Heller with the basketball to Muller. Ava over in the corner. Here is Ferrix for three. Good from the right wing, right in front of the Southeast Polk bench. Lauren Ferris, good first three of the night, Scott. They need to really go through Ellie Moeller at the high post to reverse that ball to open shooters. And if they'll do that, they'll get every shot they want all night. This is the Maroons' largest lead of eight. And a long three, no good by Stella Charleston. And let's see if Coach Daly thinks about getting her daughter back in with uh, two fouls. Maroons have grown the lead here. Moeller with it, top of the key. As Dowling runs her offense against like man-to-man defense right now for Southeast Polk. And doing that box and one again, tight defense. Oh, they have, yep, they have Zedeker face guard. Now in the corner, Heller for three. It's no good. Rebound comes out to Ava Solson. In the backcourt, they work the Bartlett. She'll dribble it up against Heller. 5.20 left to go in the first half. 21-13 Dowling. Southeast Polk with the basketball. Right to left in front of us. Rams in their home white uniforms with pink trim and numbers. Dowling in their maroon uniforms with gray and white trim. The famed maroon jerseys there. <laughs> now a long three, no good by Southeast Polk. But Faith from going out of bounds. Five on the shot clock because she missed everything. Long three, no good. And rebound out to Frerichs. Dowling running, three on two. Here's Zedeker. Pulls up for three. It's up and banks it off the glass. Good. <laughs> Zedeker with her seventh point and the bank's open after six o'clock tonight. It's so amazing the transformation of basketball the last ten years, you know. <laughs> You know, you're on a fast break. Pull up from three. It's, I mean, it's it's a it's a great tactic, right? But I think back, how much trouble would I have been in high school shooting that shot? But it's it's uh, back such part of the fabric of the game today. It's back fun. then, it was no, no, no. Okay, you went in. You're fine. You better make it. But then, when you get the film study the next day or following the game, coach is going to be all over you. So yeah, I'm doing that. 24-13, Dowling by 11. And Brooklyn Daily back in. Yeah, I was wondering how far, how long they're going to leave her without it. Now, 
Rams with the basketball. Ten on the shot clock. Daly with it. Lobs it inside, and the ball's tipped around, and they're going to say it went off Dowling. Eight on the shot clock now as it was tipped off of the Maroons, but Mitchell was the intended receiver from the pass by Brooklyn Daly. Yeah, it'll be important for the Maroons to attack her if they get the chance to get her out of the game. Rams inbound the ball. Try a back cut. Oh, beautiful pass underneath. Shot up and no good by Brooklyn Daly. And now free throws coming for the Rams. Fall on Dowling. Yeah, Dowling, that's one of the things the coaches were concerned about is jumping to the ball when it's passed because they'll back cut. Fouls on Marin Heller, her second. So free throws coming for the Rams. First one is up and good. I think there is Mitchell at the line. Young ladies have their hair even with the numbers on their uniform, and you can't tell when their second free throw is no good. And that was Mitchell at the line, so she goes one for two. She has three points now. Rebound Dowling. Four minutes to play in the half. Dowling by 10. Bruce tried to get it to high post, but it's thrown away by Alyssa Bartlett. Down court, layup good. And that's just... Uh, you know, a sloppy pass there at the top of the key for Dowling between the two guards. Right. They they just did not uh, pass up aggression in that in that situation. It was just a soft pass. Now bad pass one. by Tritton goes out of bounds. The Moons now with two straight turnovers, and the Rams have cut the lead to eight. Yeah, you want to you want to take good possessions here, and you know, stretch the lead and get a stop. Stretch the lead again, and these turnovers are going to stop that right now. Southeast Polk with the basketball. Dowling stays man-to-man. Maroons lead 24-16. Three and a half to go. A long three by Daly is partially blocked. Rebound Zedeker. Muller kept it alive. And now whistle and a blocking foul called on Bartlett. And on Alyssa Bartlett, the 5'6 sophomore, she has picked up her first foul. Bartlett's a young lady, 5'6", and leads the team with averaging 10 rebounds a contest. Yeah, she, good numbers. She seems like she's uh, one of the two heart and pulls of this team and and a good leader out there for them. And not a very tall team, but uh, average 10 rebounds at that height in this league. That uh, says a lot. That's why the Rams are off to a 6-0 and start. Dowling 3-3, and both in the top 10 here in girls play. Dowling at number 9, Southeast Polk at number 4. Here's Heller with it. With, as we approach the three-minute mark, Frerich for 3 right in front of the Southeast Polk bench. It's no good, missed everything. Rebound comes out to Daly. Brooklyn down court, and they're going to get to Ellie Olson for... A push-off foul on Ellie. That'll be her second. So she becomes the third Dowling player. Moore, Heller, and now Olsen with two fouls with three minutes to play in the half. One and one. Keep in mind, Southeast Polk was six out of eight in the first quarter at the free throw line. Dowling has yet to attempt the free throw. And it's not like they're not attacking. They're just beating their their uh, their girls in the basket easier tonight. Free throw, no good. By Daly, and the rebound, Dowling. More harassment going on up here at the track at Southeast Polk. The <laughs> Dowling fans are on the other side. Why do they keep coming over here? <laughs> Southeast Polk folks are fine. It's these Dowling fans that get loose over here, Scott. They're just making sure we're, we're comfortable here, I believe. Well, he didn't say anything to you, but he gave me an earful. <laughs> I don't think that went over the air. We'll see how this goes. All right, eight on the shot clock. Dowling with the ball in the lane. Tritton, her shot off the glass. Good! She went right around her defender, and that was Stella Charleston for the score. That was a good drive and good finish over the, the uh, gosh, the other girl was it 
Charleston. Charleston came over to, to challenge, so she had a good finish there. Six points for Tritton. Now here is Daly with it. Underneath, she gets the pass to Bartlett, and they're going to have a whistle and a foul called on Dowling. As Daly passed the ball in the lane, who's going to get the beneficiary of it? It's going to be on Zedeker. Zedeker with her first. So 2.07 left to go in the half. Dowling leading by 10, 26-16. Zedeker with her first foul. And team foul number eight on Dowling, four on Southeast Polk, and free throws coming for the Rams. And this should be Lee Mitchell at the line. We'll see. Free throw up and good. Now Heller, brother Muller, back into the Dowling lineup. Bartlett. And Bartlett's at the line. All right. First one is good. Second one on the way. A lot of free throws here in the first half for Southeast Polk. Second one on the way, good by Bartlett. That's her first point of the night. One thing I'd say about uh, someone like Bartlett's leading rebounder at her size, that just shows a lot of desire to be excellent on that on that particular skill. Sure. She's going to get the ball. Long three by Heller is good from the top of the key. Oh, Marin Heller with her first three of the night off the bench. 29-18, Dallin's lead back to 11. Underneath, and Heller with the steal, and she couldn't get the ball deflected off of Bartlett with the out-of-bounds of Southeast Polk with 28 seconds on the uh, shot clock. That was really close there. Southeast Polk 10 of 15 at the free throw line. With a minute 45 to go in the half, Dowling yet to attempt a free throw. Here's a long three. No good. Ball goes out of bounds. It'll be Southeast Polk basketball. Crashing the boards that time was Ava Sulsa. They're going to give it to the Rams underneath their own basket. Yeah, and the da- uh, the Maroons were boxing out, but they got pushed under a little bit. So that takes away that. Those longer rebounds make it hard to get when you get pushed under. So you got to hold your spot on those. Box out. Bartlett gets the inbounds pass. Works the left side. Here's Heller working against it. Now leaves it out. Long three blocked by Moeller into the hands of Frerickson. Or rather, Tritton in a foul on Southeast Polk. What a block by Moeller. Yeah, she stepped out there big and blocked that. She's, she's just playing so well right now. She's really aware, especially on the defensive end. You know, another thing that's happened this quarter is Dowling's gone the opposite. The first, thing was all, the first quarter was almost two-point baskets. Now everything seems to be threes at this point. Well, Manny Main in the lineup for Southeast Polk, number 20. We were wondering who that third sub will be. Corner three is good by Lauren Frerich. That's her second three of the night. She's got six points. Balance scoring for the Maroons. They have the largest lead, 32-18. 14-point lead. Long three is no good by Solsith. Rebound Dowling with 69 seconds to go in the half. Maroons leading 32-18 over Southeast Polk. That's five threes made by the Maroons in this quarter. This is amazing. The first they had one May three in the first quarter, now yep. five in the second. Yeah. And they had uh Hellers. six twos in the first quarter, so two by Frerich, one by Moore, one by Zedeker, one by Heller. Here in the second quarter. Julia Moore hit the other three for her back in the first quarter. 32-18, 50 seconds remaining. 15 Muller. seconds on the shot clock. Muller inside. A power dribble. Kicked it back out. Nearly stolen away. Leaves it for Zedeker. Eight on the shot clock. And now traveling on Zedeker, uh, on uh, Frerichs. She looked up and tried to find the shot clock. She had a look <laughs> in the back court. Because yeah. she was uh, on yeah. the right baseline. Three-point line extended. Good, good view of the shot clock. She should have just shot at that Absolutely. time. I think she thought about it. And then she thought, let me check. 
All right. Southie spoke with the basketball. There is a differential of four seconds. 25 on the shot clock. 29 on the game clock. Here's a shot in the lane. No good. Rebound Zedeker. Ball loose. And they're going to say it was touched by Southeast Polk as Zoe Hens was sitting on the baseline. And in that uh, scrum, she touched it while she was out of bounds. She did. Dowling yeah. basketball with 25 seconds to play. All right. One good possession here to end the half. You end it with your ear made shot. Does, does Coach Meyer take your play or Danner's play? Yes, yes it is. She should take his. <laughs> well, that's why you're sitting next to me, my friend. Glad to have you aboard. <laughs> Good to be here. 32 18, 10 seconds to play. I know who I am and who I am not. <laughs> There's Babinat up here with us. Now Dowling works the ball inside to Muller, and she draws the foul. Good pass that time to Muller. And she's going to go to the free throw line. The foul is on Alyssa Bartlett, her second. She just rolled so nice from that open high post position, and she caught it. And that's a hard thing because she's catching around traffic there and went up and almost made the basket. Muller will attempt Dowling's first free throws of the second half with 3.2 seconds remaining. Dowling up 32-18, their largest lead of the night. Make it 15. First free throw is good. She's made a difference, just her presence there. And, you know, if she continues to do this, it's just going to escalate this team much higher, much faster. If she plays like her mom, Julie, and not her uncle, Jimmy, she'll be <laughs> just fine. I'm talking about uh, Ellie Moeller. Long three by Southeast Folk, no good is. Moeller makes them both. 34-18 is our halftime score. Dowling girls leading fourth-ranked Southeast Polk in a typical CIML Class 5A conference game as the Rams trailing at home. The uh, fourth-ranked Southeast Polk Rams trailing the ninth-ranked Dowling here at halftime, 34-18. Mark Himmadale alongside Scott Babinet. And we want to thank uh, James Hellman for providing the statistics. And Jennifer Phelps is our studio producer. We'll take a break and come back with our halftime statistics and head coach Clay Silking, the Dowling Boys. He'll be by to preview the Dowling Boys game with Southeast Polk. Again, halftime score of the girls game, 34-18, Dowling leading Southeast Polk at halftime on Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio needs you. Whether it's assisting with events, answering the phone, distributing yard signs, or being a parish ambassador, Iowa Catholic Radio depends on you to help connect listeners with Christ. Email contact at iowacatholicradio.com to get involved. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Magnus McFarlane Barrow with Mary's Meals. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Back here at Southeast Polk High School, Mark Amadale, Scott Babinet here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network is at halftime. Dowling girls leading Southeast Polk 34-18. Now joined by 
Clay Silking, the Dowling Boys basketball coach, getting set for his fifth straight road game like the gals. And, uh, Coach, welcome. And just think, Friday night, the sun will probably be out, and we won't go through all this fog and drizzle and barely at freezing. We're going to be home at Dowling. It'll be sunny and warm inside. And a home opener for you on the outside. How about that, Coach? Looking forward to that, got, yeah. Got to paint the picture here in right. radio. I'm just yeah. trying a little bit. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah. Uh, Dowling and Southeast Polk, uh, your team coming off a loss on Friday night uh, against the uh, top-ranked Milwaukee Warriors. And the Rams looking for their first victory. So kind of a tale of uh, two teams. The Rams now, we find out, uh, losing their one of their starting guards, who's also the quarterback of their football team, out for the year with a – broken hand, so Coach uh, Jenkins is trying to find the right answers there, but uh, your thoughts on the matchup tonight, Dowling and uh, Southeast Polk, had a chance to practice over the weekend, and yesterday, talk about uh, tonight, Coach. Yeah, they're good. I mean, that's that's the first thing we talked to our guys about was now look at their record. I mean, it's a very skilled, uh, very talented team with a lot of experience back. Um, Allen does a great job with those guys, and uh, it's going to be tough going to be tough, especially here. We know they're going to be desperate. They're going to be hungry, and um, it's going to be another great challenge for us. Well, let's talk about your team and uh, getting your, your shooters involved. You know, Drew Marl has looked to as a leader. So is uh, Davis Sheck, and uh, you had some kids come off the bench. You had some kids start, and uh, I thought the Met kid did a nice job. The Cleppy kid did a nice job. We kind of mixed and matched after the first few games, but uh, are you getting a lineup, and are you seeing a lineup that you like for practice, and can they transition it to the opponent tonight? Yeah, yeah, we like we like our starting five, you know, but uh, we, we need contributions from everybody that's coming off the bench, you know. I mean, right now it's just been those four other guys, and, and they've done really well. Um, so it's by committee, you know, the starters have uh, – they're still learning, to, you know, to play together, and that's a long process, but – we like where we're at. Uh, we got a long way to go, obviously, but uh, we're making progress, and these kids have just got to keep working and, um, and keep improving. You know, it's a long season. It's a marathon, and we're just trying to get better every day. Sure. Well, you look at the Southeast Polk, led by Riley Edwards. He's a three-year starter, and Bodie Goodman, who started a lot last year as a freshman, now settling that starting lineup. But Lincoln uh, Cantrell is going to play college ball at uh, either your alma mater, Grandview, or maybe uh, another NAIA school in, in Nebraska. So, we have three good starters there that can score, but then after that, inexperience and lack of depth, especially with uh, Connor Mobley out with a broken hand for Southeast Polk tonight. Yeah, those three can play. You know, Riley and Lincoln obviously are, are college players. Um, they just they present a lot of challenges. Uh, Goodman has a lot of experience coming back. Um, very aggressive, real athletic. So, yeah, those three. Uh, are certainly going to be they've been the focus of our scouting report, and the other guys are, are able to make plays too. You know, um, Barton has a big body inside. I like how he plays, um, and so um, they're good, man. They're good. They've had guys that have done it for a long time. Well, I know your team is uh, you know battling for spots. Sometimes you played up to eleven kids, just trying to find the right mix and. I'm guessing that sooner or later, maybe in January or February, you're going to get it down to a rotation of seven or eight. So you're really auditioning a lot of kids. You talked to us about it last year a little bit. I'm guessing the same here, getting that rotation narrowed down. Kids getting comfortable with their roles, whether they're starting or coming off the bench. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And, you know, we um, 
it's, it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing watching them compete. Um, we're, we're hoping to get Joey back here uh, at some point in the near future, and that, that adds a whole other dimension to our team as well. So that will help us with some depth and uh, a primary ball handler and things like that. I mean, it's a lot of things there that he would bring once he does come back. So, so we, um, yeah, we're looking forward to, to the added depth and to, to keep having these guys contribute off the bench. And um, the deep rotation is good, you know, and I trust, you know, the guys who've been playing, there's a lot of trust there. And that's a good thing. Well, you know, you mentioned Joey Capola. I saw his dad earlier. He said he dressed tonight. Just, just dress, just to kind of, you know, ease his way back yeah. in. I think he's going to get some, try to get some reps in a lower level game. But uh, it's a long process, especially when you're dealing with the injury that he has. Yeah, it is. It is. He played the GD game last night and uh, looked good. You know, he looked. He hasn't done a whole lot, so he, he was a little rusty, but he was moving okay. And most importantly, um, didn't wake up with any pain today, and so that's a really positive step for us. Um, he will suit tonight. He, uh, he won't play tonight unless something crazy happens. I don't think that's fair to him. Um, but we, uh, yeah, I guess the plan is to throw him in the mix and practice for tomorrow and, and, uh, and get him ready to go. You know, I don't know if it's that Friday, I'm not sure, but um, we feel like we're at a place where we can start to, to bring him along a little bit quicker. Sure. Well, Coach, we, uh, we hope the basketball is better than the weather tonight. <laughs> yeah. The girls are certainly. You know, starting out that way, and yeah. hopefully the boys will. I know yeah. the Rams are looking for their first win, and Dallas looking for their second win. So uh, a lot to be said at this very tough conference. When I talked to your counterpart, Alan Jenkins, earlier, he said, what a league, and we get to do it all over again, play them once, turn around and play them twice. And I think uh, both Ankenys, both Waukees, Johnston, and Valley are all ranked in the top ten at one time, preseason or not. Then there's Dallas, Urbandale, and Southeast Polk that aren't ranked, but you know where everybody kind of stands. So that makes it very competitive. And, you know, some real good teams probably don't have the best record, and we're going to see that a lot maybe in CIML because it's going to be a dogfight every night. It is, and you're right. We're going to have a lot of good teams that have a good number of losses. You know, the records won't indicate the the, uh, the quality of team. It's just the way it is this year. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes tonight. All right, we'll keep an eye on Nahas and O'Hare. I'll try. You know, I, 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 real, I, I rely on a – Zach Nicholson, the steadying guy down there. So hopefully you're, he's in your ear more than the other two. He is. Good. Yeah, I know who to listen to. That's right. <laughs> Clay, thank you. Thanks. Clay Filking, Dowling Boys basketball coach, joining me at halftime. We'll take a break, a one-minute break, come back with Scott Babinett and our first-half stats. Mark Amadale here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Dowling Girls, rather, lead Southeast Polk 34-18 on Iowa Catholic Radio here at halftime. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio. We hear so many stories from listeners about the impact this station is having on their lives. Like Angela, who says, I listen first thing in the morning because it starts my day on the right foot by hearing the gospel. Friends, in this season of giving, how about offering the gift of hope through Iowa Catholic Radio? To make a tax-deductible donation to our year-end appeal, just click on the banner at iowacatholicradio.com or call 515-223-1150. Thank you for your support. 
And welcome back to the Southeast Polk Gym. Mark Amadale alongside Scott Babinat, here at halftime. Dallin Girls leading Southeast Polk 34-18. And, Scott, you got to look at the first half stats. I can pass along the, the stats that I was keeping. That was free throws. Dowling went two for two at the line. And their two free throws came with three seconds left in the yeah. first half. Southeast Polk 10 of 15 at the free throw line. Take it away, my friend. Yeah, and then, uh, from the field, uh, Southeast Polk, I had him five for 24. Uh, and 0 for 11 from three. And Dowling 13 for 22, and I believe they were five for or six for 11, and uh, 18 rebounds for Dowling, 16 for Southeast Polk, and Dowling has 10 points off turnovers. Bruins with their largest lead of 16 points at halftime, and now we start the second half. Dowling with the turnover. The other way we go, Southeast Polk on the other end, and Bartlett has her shot blocked by Zedeker out of bounds. So. Numerous players in both teams with the two fouls. Alyssa Bartlett and Brooklyn Daly, the two for Southeast Polk that picked up two fouls and had to sit a little bit in the first half. And for Dowling, Ellie Olson, Marin Heller, Julia Moore, all with two fouls as we go here to the third quarter as we begin. Southeast Polk going left to right as we are sitting behind the scorer's table up high on the track here at Southeast Polk High School. And Brooklyn Daly from the top of the key, a three-pointer good. She's got eight points. And the Rams now have cut the Dowling lead to 13 as we approach the seven-minute mark here in the third quarter. Nice shot by the Drake commit. And now the Maroons inside, and Zedeker whistled for the travel. They'll wave off the shot. Yeah, that was a great possession by Southeast Polk to get uh, their best player a wide-open three. Then coming down, they're still playing that zone and, and one on uh, on Zedeker. And she kind of forced the drive there, trying to draw contact, and they called her for travel. Southeast Polk with the basketball. Dowling stays man-to-man. Here is Daly on the right blocker. Shot blocked by Lauren Frericks and rebound Dowling and Tritton. And now Zedeker comes away with it. Ball is loose. And now bodies flying all over the floor. And coming away with the steal is J.C. Mitchell. So Maroons did a good job of blocking the shot, but they uh, didn't get the uh, the turnover. And now here are the Rams. Stella Charleston with it left side, guarded by Julia Moore. Charleston wheels in the, in the lane, and she is going to be... She trips and falls, and a foul on Moore, and that'll be her third. Yeah, that was unfortunate there. Just, I think they their feet bumped, and, and uh, Charleston fell. So Moore with her third foul, and she'll be replaced by Marin Heller as Dowling had uh, scoring in the first half for Dowling Catholic. Julia Moore on the bench now with eight points. Layla Tritton with six points. Seven points for Ava Zedeker as a free throw by Charleston is good. That's her first point of the night. Three points from Aaron Heller off the bench for Dowling Catholic. Lauren Frerichs with six points. And then Ellie Muller with four points in the first half. Second free throw good by Charleston. A quick 5-0 run for them. Start the quarter. 34-23. Dowling's lead went from 16-11 to with that 5-0 run. Runs with the basketball. It's uh, Tritton. Frerichs, Heller. Heller dribbles in the lane. Can't find the opening. Gets to Tritton in the corner for three. It rolls out. No good. And a loose ball foul on Dowling. And they're going to get uh, Ellie Olson for her third foul as she was uh, involved in action there. And now to the bench, Ellie Muller. The six foot one freshman will check in. So the Maroons gain a uh, two-inch advantage there by taking out uh, Olson with three fouls. Yeah, and they just come out a little floppy in the second half. They need to pick it up here and uh, 
sure Coach Meyer will get him going. All right, the Rams with the basketball in the front court. Dowling stays man-to-man. Here is a three-pointer good by Ava Solstice, and that is her second three, her first field goal of the night, and she has six points. So Dowling's lead is now eight, 34-26. Five and a half minutes to go, third quarter. Mark Amadil alongside Scott Babinet, Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, Dowling with the ball. And the Maroons have yet, they've been outscored 8 nothing here in this uh, third quarter. Nine on the shot clock. Heller, ball fake at the free throw line. Double team, and they're going to get it to the travel. Yeah, Southie's posting a good job of stepping up on these drives now and showing, and, and Dowling needs to, you know, jump stop, reverse pivot, and get the cutter going to the basket. All right, a 30-second timeout called by Dowling Catholic on the turnover. You mentioned the, uh, the scoring earlier, and uh, Scott, you got to look at some of the other first half statistics. You want to run down some of the other numbers? Yeah, we had the other two things they pointed out. Dowling had 18 rebounds to 16 for Southeast Polk in the half, and uh, eight turnovers for Dowling, six for uh, Southeast Polk. However, on theirs, Dowling had the 10 uh, points off of turnovers, so they took advantage of that much better. All right, uh, a 30-second timeout called by Dowling Catholic. The Maroons went two for two at the free throw line in the first half. Southeast Polk went 10 of 15 at the line. Now we come out of the timeout. And the Rams have the basketball. Off the ball screen here is... Mitchell in the corner for three, up and good. And that is Ava Folsa starting to warm up. That's her second three of the night. And it's 34-29. And the Rams out on a 11-0-1. Yeah, they've been the aggressor here. And, you know, we talked about this. They they keep uh, plowing ahead. They don't ever stop. Now, Zedeker gets inside. Her shot is up and no good. Rebound slapped around. Muller had it, lost it off her hands, and now the Rams the other way. And now they work it inside. A shot to the left hand, no good by Bartlett. Out of bounds to Southeast Polk. And the Maroon going cold from the field. Not a way to start the inning. the game, a quarter, a half. Now scored 11 or nothing, as you mentioned, Scott. Yeah, they, they need to get a stop here and start getting things going their way again. A whistle and a foul as Frerichs is tied up with Daly. And Lauren will pick up her second foul. Keep in mind, Julia Moore on the bench with three fouls. Ellie Olson with three fouls on the bench. That is the third team foul on Dowling here in the second half. Rams inbound the ball in front of us. Della Charleston in the lane. Can't get a shot off. Now stops. Backdoor cut. Daly has the ball stolen away. And now Frerichs with the ball. And she's tripped up, and a whistle and a foul on Daly. So Daly and Frerichs hooking up. That is her third. Brooklyn Daly, the coach's daughter, picking up foul number three. Now you got your stop. Now you got to come in here and have a good possession. Move the ball. They're trying to play that box of one or that zone of one. It's kind of a one-three zone with the the denial of Zedeker. She's got the ball right now, but it looks like uh, number four is going to stick with her throughout the whole possession. So they're going to do the box and one, as you mentioned, 34-29. Southeast Polk by five. Zedeker with it. He's had plenty of time on the shot clock. Zedeker coming off the ball screen. Feeds 
Muller with the layup. Good. Beautiful job by Zedeker and Muller with a nice cut to the basket on the right side. And that was a good set play right there, and that was planned to get that and uh, free Zedeker up just enough to make that pass. And they're both going to her, so she's going to be open. Now Heller reaches around. That's her third foul as they try to defend the post, and Dowling will call with another foul. That'll be their fourth here in the second half. Yeah, three on Heller. Hens will check in for Southeast Polk. Sitting down will be Brooklyn Daly. Also sitting down will be J.C. Mitchell, number four, checking back in for Southeast Polk, Anna Van Toten. Rams have the basketball. Brand-new shot clock. Here's a 15-footer up, no good, by Bartlett. Offensive rebound, Southeast Polk. Here's Bartlett within the lane, blocked by Moeller. Into the hands of Zedeker. Dowling now two-on-one, Zedeker. Leaves it for Tritton. Her layup is up and no good, and she'll go to the free throw line as she was fouled by Southeast Polk. That would have been nice if that rolled in for her. Leo's had kind of a hard time on the offensive end recently. The shot's rolling off, and so get maybe get her shot going here at the free throw line. 36-29, Dowling. 3.30 left to go here in the third quarter from the Southeast Polk gym tonight. Might be miserable outside, but it's pretty good basketball inside. Free throw up and good. By Tritton, Layla with seven points. That's her first free throw of the night. Second one on the way. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Dental Associates, Mercy One, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Second free throw is good. Tritton, the 5'8 sophomore for the Maroons with eight points. 38-29, Dowling by nine. Southeast Folk with the basketball. And Coton in, the 5'8 junior. Now she'll launch the three left wing up. Good. little set shot there by Van Coten. And that is her fifth point off the bench. Dowling the other way. Ferricks with it. They're four for four from the third from three. Lobbing inside the mower. Her shot is no good. Blocked from behind. And they're going to get Solseth with the foul. We'll see. And they do. So Ava Solseth with her first foul. Two shots coming for Ellie Muller. Muller's doing a great job for the Maroons uh, tonight. She's just opening up. She's catching things and attacking and hitting her free throws. This free throw is good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Construction Professionals, Ashworth Vision Clinic, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Alongside Scott Babinette, Mark Amadale. We're uh, here on the track right behind the scorer's table. At Southeast Polk High School tonight, second free throw good. These two teams will play twice in the CIML this year. All nine teams play each other twice. And Dowling with an eight-point lead, 40-32 as Muller's second free throw is good. She now has eight points off the bench. Southeast Polk the other way. Corner three from the right side by Van Coten is no good. Rebound Dowling and Tritton. Here's Zedeker underneath to Muller. Her shot up no good. Weak side rebound Tritton, and she's fouled on the rebound. By Southeast Polk. Good box off that time by Layla Tritton. Oh, she's not shooting free throws? It was on the rebound. Okay. Yeah, she, she got to that weak side very good. Uh, Muller's shot rolled off, and she was just there in timing to go right back up with it. That was a good job. So Bartlett picks up her third foul. Melissa Bartlett, 5'6 sophomore, averaging double doubles, 12 points, 10 rebounds. Tonight, two points. Now the Maroons bang it inside and draw the foul. And two free throws coming for Dowling Catholic. Now they ran that screen and roll action with Zedeker and Muller again. And she uh, 
Bartlett just picked up her fourth foul that's within huge. a matter of two seconds. Yeah, that's free throw's coming for Zedeker, who has seven points tonight. Dowling's leading score. First free throw rolls off the rim. No good. Yeah, they ran that. She rejected the screen that time and had a wide-open drive to the basket. I thought they were called a foul sooner. And the coaches are upset that they called it so late. Yeah, they called it yeah, on the rebound as she came to the floor. Second free throw by Zedeker is no good. She missed them both. 83% free throw shooter is Zedeker. Leads the team and missed two free throws. Southeast Polk the other way. A long three, no good by Solseth. Rebound Dowling and Zedeker with 2.20 left to go. Dowling by eight, 40 to 32 here in the CIML Class 5A game. Underneath Zedeker tried to get it to Muller. Almost stolen away. And now underneath, Tritton with the shot off the glass, rolls off the rim, but Muller cleans it up and puts it back in. The 6'1", freshman rather, Ellie Muller. That's a good job of attacking by Layla again, and then Muller cleaned up for her that time. Ten points for Muller. Now underneath, nice move by Zoe Hinz. As she goes down the right side of the lane, shoots and scores her third point, 42-34, Dowling by eight. Now Julia Moore back in the lineup for Dowling, playing with three fouls. Minute 45 to go in the third quarter. Now we've got an illegal screen set by Muller. Ellie got uh, too wide of a yeah, lost of space. Too wide of a screen as the ball handler went wide, and right. if she would have just came to her, it would have right. been a problem. But screener thinks they had to compensate for that. <laughs> right? Shot. Yeah. Yeah. At a certain point, you just say you go where you're supposed to be. It's the ball handler's responsibility. You don't move out on that. Yeah. Yep, to rub off you, and that didn't happen. So Muller picks up the foul. Now here is Hins in the lane. Her shot blocked by Julia Moore. Hins hits the floor. Moore picks up the ball. Two on two fast break, and Moore will hold up. And she tries to get underneath. The ball stolen away by Southeast Polk and Solsa. Now stolen back by Zedeker. Keep it up, guys. <laughs> turnover. Turnover. <laughs> now Zedeker in the lane. Skip pass over to Tritton. Top of the key to to Julia Moore, step back three, up, good! Oh, no good, I'm sorry, it's it bounced off the rim. And now a backcourt foul on, oh, on Frerichs, and that'll be her third. Body's hitting the floor, Daly's on the bench, and she's not going to bring her back with three fouls. Yeah, this has been a rough and tumble quarter for the Maroons here. They're fighting back, they've kind of stabilized for a little bit, see how they end this quarter here. Dowling by eight. Southeast Polk with the basketball. Now a long three by... Well, they did bring Daly in. Three-pointers up and good. Perfect time for that. 11 points for Brooklyn Daly. 42-37. Dowling by five with 30 seconds to go. The Maroons and the shot clock are about a six-second differential. Julia Moore with it. Dribbling around. Leaves it for Muller. Top of the key to Zedeker. Zedeker coming off a ball screen. Now guarded by Solsith. Underneath, spins, kicks it out. Five on the shot clock. A three by Tritton is no good. And a whistle and a loose ball foul on Zedeker. Ava with her second, but it'll be the 17th foul on Dowling. And free throws coming for Southeast Polk. Scott with six seconds left in the third quarter. And Dowling up five, and a one-on-one coming up for the Rams. Yeah, that is definitely not what you want there. They, they worked hard for to get a shot, and they kind of ended up having to force one, and then just a bad foul to end the quarter there. All right, Marin Heller into the lineup for Dowling, replacing Julia Moore. So it'll be Heller, Zedeker, Tritton, Frerichs, and Muller. At the free throw line, Zoe Hens. The free throw is good. 
Pins now with four points. 42-38. Dowling's lead went from 16-4 to here in this third quarter. It's been all Rams. Second free throw good. 42-39. Dowling by three. Here's Zedeker. Has the ball stripped away. At half court, they can't get a shot off. With the steal with Southeast Polk, we've come to the end of the third quarter here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Our score, Dowling 42, Southeast Polk 39, alongside Scott Babinet. I'm Mark Amadeo, back with the fourth quarter in this Class 5A girls matchup. Dowling 42, Southeast Polk 39, back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Has anyone ever told you to pray about it and left you thinking, okay, but how? First, invite the Holy Spirit to be with you as you talk to God. Think about what is going on in your heart and mind. Be honest. Acknowledge to God what you're thinking, feeling, and desiring, because He wants you, the real you. Then, tell Him about what you're experiencing and entrust that to Him. Finally, let the Father love us. Ask yourself, how is God loving me right now? He is loving always. Sometimes we need to stop and think of our blessings, because that is where we can find God. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym, underway here in the fourth quarter. Turnover by Southeast Polk on their first possession. Dowling now with the basketball, leading by three. Rams outscored Dowling 21-8 to in that third quarter. And now a whistle and a foul called on the Rams. Or a daily. Is that who they whistled as she got the fourth quarter start? Yeah, that was a necessary thing on her. She jumped out to, to attack the ball and got a bad foul there. So Brooklyn Daly. Averaging 15.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, 6 blocks on the year. Sits on the bench with 11 points. And now Southeast Polk will have to dig in. They outscored Dowling 21-8 to in that third quarter. And now the Maroons underneath. Moeller shot up no good. Contested well by Ava Sosa. Eva Sosa and the rebound out to the Rams. Yeah, Southeast Polk has just done a really good job defensively just, just making everything difficult. Now Sosa takes the ball to the hole and picks up the foul, and I think uh, Frerichs will be whistled for her fourth. Yeah, that was a tough call there. But, again, they're attacking, and defense has to stop that drive. So Frerichs with her fourth for Dowling. Free throws coming for Sosa. What a second half she's had. Yeah, I mean, they just kind of, this sometimes happens with younger teams. They come out with that big lead, and they think, okay, not that they think they got the game won. They know they still have to play, but they get a little lackadaisical, and that's kind of how Southeast Polk just ground their way back into this game. Second free throw, good. Solstice now with 11 points. It's 42-41. The Dowling 16-point lead down to one. Now we have seven minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter from the Southeast Polk Gym in CIML basketball. Julia Moore with the basketball. Gets away from one defender. Gets in the corner. 
Corner three by Tritton off the back iron. No good. Fight for the rebound. And traveling called on Southeast Polk. Zoe Hens got the rebound, but she lost her feet when she came down to be Dowling basketball. Yeah, and I mean, these, these comebacks aren't, aren't new to this rivalry. I mean, both teams have been down big and, and made great comebacks in the past, so this is the norm. Now, five-second call on Dowling as Tritton couldn't get the ball in. Good defense that time by Southeast Polk. The Rams will take over with the chance to take their first lead of the night. Yeah, that that was uh, maybe a time you wanted to use a quick timeout to set up a possession and get a good shot there while you still the lead. And save a possession, sure. Right. Timeouts remaining. Dowling has three. Southeast Polk with four. Now we've got a blocking foul on the Maroons. And it'll be the fourth foul on Julia Moore. Yeah, she... she Again, she got tangled up, and I think she had a clear pass to, drive, to jump that passing lane and get a free layup if she's uh, taking a better angle there. Marin Heller will check in for more. She'll sit down with four fouls. Lauren Frerichs with four fouls is now out of the lineup, so it'll be Tritton, Zedeker, and Heller, the three guards. As free throw is no good by Southeast Polk. Ball tipped out of bounds. And this official is going to get together. I think one official gave it to Dowling. Now they're talking it over. And it will be Southeast Polk possession. So Van Coten will throw it, will throw it in. 42-41, Dowling by one. 6.40 left to go fourth quarter. Underneath, the shot too strong, no good by Solsis. Rebound Dowling. And Moeller. Over to uh, Marin Heller, who will run the point now for Dowling Catholic, as uh, Mitchell is all over Zedeker, face guarding her. See, the Maroons just need to, 35 seconds is a long time. They just need to work and get their shot. A lot of dribbling. be nice to see a little more movement and passing in this offense right now. Zedeker with the ball. Triple team tries to feed it underneath him. It goes out of bounds. Off of Dowling. They try to get it inside to Ellie Moeller, and she couldn't handle the pass. Southeast yeah. Polk's defense is really coming to play here. They are, and the Maroons aren't really handling very well against that. They had an opportunity there. Pass was a little low, and Muller got a little off balance there. Rams, Maybe a little bump. Rams give up just 41 points, where Dowling is at 42. So they're right at their average, and it's been uh, been tough going here in the second half. Solsef underneath. Her shot no good. Offensive rebound. Morgan Reese in there for the first time. The uh, 5'10 junior with the rebound. The ball goes out of bounds. And they're going to give it to Southeast Polk. 5.53 to go, fourth quarter. Top 10 matchup. Ninth-ranked Dowling and fourth-ranked Southeast Polk in Class 5A. The Rams are undefeated at 6-0. Dowling at 3-3. Three and three. And now Zedeker forces the jump ball. She stripped the ball away from the ball handler, J.C. Mitchell. And it'll be a tie-up. Now the officials are going to huddle up. It should be Dowling possession. They're giving the timeout. They're going to give Southeast Polk a timeout. So, this will be a full. We'll take one with them. 5.47 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Dowling Girls leading Southeast Polk 42-41 from the Southeast Polk Gym here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Weekdays at 1 p.m., it's Dr. David Anders with Call to Communion. It's a live call-in show for non-Catholics and fallen-away Catholics. Call to Communion on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, I'm Sister Faustina Marie of Our Lady of Solitude Monastery in Tonopah, Arizona. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym out of the timeout, 42-41. Dowling with the lead. Rams inbound the ball underneath their own basket. Southeast Polk looking to take their first lead of the contest. Dowling's led by as many as 16 points. That was at halftime. And the Rams had an 11-0 run to start the third quarter and now cut the lead to one. Here's eight on the shot clock. Solsic with the left-handed shot. Up and good. Mark the clock. Ava Solsic gives Southeast Polk his first lead with five minutes and 25 seconds left to go in the first or in the fourth quarter. Rams lead by one here, Scott. Got to find their legs again on this and, and get the, the right shot. They just haven't gotten the shots they've wanted most of the time. There you go. And Hitler finds uh, Ellie Muller underneath her shot up and good. Muller with 12 points. That equals her career high of last Friday night against Waukee. Beautiful job by Heller. Looking to set her up. Now a backdoor cut by Southeast Polk, and a shot is blocked by Moeller, and they're going to say she got her with the body, and free throws coming for the Rams. Yeah, they usually reward the the big girls inside for that. We saw the block, but we also didn't see the body, and that's what's uh, being rewarded here. Free throw is no good by Southeast Polk, and I believe that's Mitchell at the line. J.C. Mitchell has three points tonight, averages eight. We'll get a second free throw. Rams outscored Dowling 21 to 8 in that third quarter after an 11-0 run. Second free throw, good. So Southeast Polk is now up two. Tight, tight. Or check that ties the score. Excuse me. With at 44 and Dowling with the ball, and it'll be Heller, Zedeker, and Tritton, the three guards, with Muller and Frerichs. Here's a pull-up jumper in the lane. No good by Marin Heller. Had a good look, but uh, I think she rushed her shot a little bit. A little bit. And here's Brooklyn Daly back in. He puts the three up and good from the top of the key. Daly now with 14 points. Gives the Rams a three-point lead. Dowling with the ball on the other end. 4.15 to go, fourth quarter. Here's Zedeker. Guarded by Mitchell. And we got a whistle and a foul. One and one. On Mitchell, that'll be her second foul. Team foul number seven, as you mentioned, Scott, on Southeast Polk. Dowling has committed ten fouls, so the Rams are in the double bonus when they are fouled. This will be Zedeker at the line. She has seven points. First free throw, good. So now one for three at the line. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One. The Catholic Tuition Organization and Skeffington's formal wear. Second free throw is good. Zedeker with nine points. 47-46. Southeast Polk by one. As we approach the four-minute mark here in the fourth quarter, both teams have three timeouts at their disposal. Now a bad pass. And saved from going out of bounds right in the hands of Muller and Dowling. So the Maroons force a turnover. Here's Zedeker with it in the corner to Heller. Back to Zedeker. 
3.50 left in the fourth quarter. Rams by one. And now Heller for three. Top of the key, no good. Rebound Bartlett, who boxed her out. Bartlett in the lane. Loses control of the basketball into the hands of Dowling and Frericks. Pressure yes. in the backcourt by Southeast Polk. Dowling has an opportunity to go at Daly with Muller inside. She's getting good position. And Dowling calls a timeout. And it'll be a full timeout. We'll take one with them with 3.30 left to go fourth quarter. at Southeast Polk leading Dowling 47-46 in this girls' contest. From the Southeast Polk Gym, we'll return after these messages on Iowa Catholic Radio. Weekdays at 5 p.m., it's Catholic Answers, a live call-in program to offer Catholics and non-Catholics a chance to talk with world-class apologists and theologians. Catholic Answers, live on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, I'm Tom Chapman from the Iowa Catholic Conference. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Timeout called by Dowling. The Maroons have two remaining. Southeast Polk has three. 47-46. Southeast Polk with the lead. 3.20 left to go. Dowling with the ball. On the baseline. Pull-up jumper by Julia Moore. Left it short. And the rebound comes out to Southeast Polk and Zoe Hins. Not sure if that's the play that Coach Meyer drew up out of that timeout, Scott, but it didn't fall. Yeah, I mean, she had an open look. I think they, they each time in these situations, you want to get uh, – Ava touches, I believe. Now here's Daly in the lane. Her shot, no good. Rebound. As Moore tried to draw the charge, rebounds Zedeker in the lane, and she draws the foul. And, oh, it's going to be an offensive foul on Zedeker. And Ava went in a little out of control. That'll be her third foul. Yeah, she's really trying hard to, you know, she knows what she does for this team, and let's get points on the on the board for them. And so she's really trying there. Just good play by the defender. Player control foul, so no free throws. That'll be... Again, Dowling has committed over 10 fouls here in the second half, so two shots the rest of the way for Southeast Polk, except on player control fouls. The Rams committed seven fouls, so Dowling will be shooting one-on-ones for a few fouls that the Rams would commit. Now Southeast Polk with the basketball. Brooklyn Bailey back in. Spots up for three. It's no good. Rebound slapped around, and Moore comes away with it. Julia, an outlet pass to Zedeker. Rams by one. Dowling with the basketball with 2.30 remaining. Here's Frerichs with it. Lawrence spins in the lane. Can't get a shot off. Cut off nicely. Here's a backdoor cut underneath Zedeker, and she draws the foul. And that'll be on Daly, and that'll be her fifth. So Brooklyn Daly will foul out with 2.21 remaining. And that is a big, big foul for Dowling. As Daly fouls out with 221. That was a good back cut by Zedeker on that. Lauren got caught in the lane, and they were overplaying her on that three-point line. She back cut and and drew the foul. 
So Zedeker to the line. Daly fouls out with 14 points. First free throw, good. Zedeker missed her first two, and now she's hit three in a row to tie the score at 47. 221 to go here in the fourth quarter. Second free throw up. Good. Dowling retakes the lead by one. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Dental Associates, Construct Professionals, and Ashworth Vision Clinic. Alongside Scott Babinette, Mark Amadale. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll have the boys' game also, Dowling and Southeast Polk here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Solsif underneath and an inside pivot and a shot up and no good, but she drew the foul. And that was a nice move inside by Solsif. Yeah, she's a little out of control. I think uh, they're calling a bump on Muller on that. She actually has pretty decent position, but that was a good step through move. They're going to call it a trip. Oh, Frerichs. And they called it on Frerichs. Okay, it wasn't on Muller. So Frerichs will file out with six points. She files out at the 203 mark of the fourth quarter. So we've had two young ladies fall out here in a matter of 18 seconds apart. Solstice free throw, no good. Seniors. <laughs> 48-47-Dowling. Two minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Second free throw, good. Tied at 48. So important to get a good possession here. Get the shot you want. I know I keep saying that, but situational basketball now. So it's Zedeker, Moore, Heller, Tritton, and now Zedeker has the ball stolen away. Mitchell with the steal down court, can't get a shot off. Now she dumps it off, a long three up, and good by Alyssa Bartlett. A three-pointer, that's her fifth and her first field goal of the night, and the Rams lead by three. Minute and a half to go, fourth quarter. Transition three there. There's Moeller with it. Moeller is a lone post player. Dowling going with four guards here. Underneath to Moeller. Her shot up and no good. And whistling a foul on Southeast Pope. Moeller to the line. Mitchell picks up the foul. Her third. It's a 19 foul on Southeast Pope. And at the line, the freshman, Ellie Moeller, with 12 points tonight. And this will be a one-and-one, one, or two-shot foul, excuse me. And the first free throw, good. All with 13 points. And every foul will be two shots from here on out for both teams. That's so. correct. Final minute 15 of regulation. Regulation. We've had a few overtimes here. I remember them vividly. Yes. Second free throw, good. Dowling leads by one. Or, or rather, Southeast Polk leads by one. Dowling trailed by three, excuse me. One-point lead for Dowling. 51-50 Southeast Polk. 65 seconds to go. Solstice, guarded by Muller, takes the shot. Leaves it for Hintz, top of the key. Southeast Polk without their senior leader, Brooklyn Daly. Fouled out, and now Muller with the shot block on Solstice. Rebound Dowling the other way. Underneath, Tritton has the ball stripped away, and it'll be out of bounds to Dowling. But Tritton had a fast break with Julia Moore and had the ball slapped out of bounds. Yeah, they're, they're fortunate to get that ball back there. But how big has Muller been tonight? Huge. Now Southeast Polk will call a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here with 49 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Southeast Polk 51, Dowling 50 in this girls' contest. And reminder to Southeast Polk fans, they will be at Urbandale this coming Friday night for another CIML matchup. 
and they finished the first half of the season. Next Tuesday, Southeast Polk at 8th-ranked Valley and a girl-boy doubleheader, and then they finish off with City High of Iowa City on Thursday. So they go Tuesday, Thursday next week, and they finish with Irvindale this week. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons play their home against Ankeny this Friday night. We'll have the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. And then on Saturday, they travel over to the uh, Johnston Christmas Tournament. They'll take on Cedar Rapids Prairie at 10 o'clock in the Johnston Winter Tip-Off. That'll be their final game of 2022. And I gave you the schedule, Scott yeah. Babinette, so I gave you all the teams that are in that. Yes. So Looks like a fun field there. It does. Michael Connor expects you to be there. He also <laughs> wants whatever he's charging, too. So and now an illegal screen by Dowling, and that's going to be on Moeller. As Zedeker tried to rub off the screen in the top of the key, and Moeller has just picked up her third foul. Now Dowling needs to pick, you know, they, they don't have to foul, but if they no. do, they they need to be sure they foul the right person. Player control foul, so no free throws. 40 seconds to play, Southeast Polk by one. Shot clock has 30 seconds on it. Game clock has 34 seconds, so a four-second differential if the Rams decide to hold the ball. This is where the shot clock becomes very right. effective. Now here is Hens coming off a screen and explodes to the lane on the left side. Her shot's no good. Drew the foul, should go to the free throw line. Foul will be on Dowling and Marin Heller. Heller yeah. fourth. Yeah, Dowling didn't get the look that they wanted there. I mean, if they close out that screen and come right off the screen, they might have had the layup that they wanted. So Hens at the line. She's made her last three free throws. She's three out of four. First free throw, good. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Mercy One, Scaffington's Formal Wear, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Jennifer Phelps is our student producer. We want to thank her for sitting in and keeping us on the air. The second free throw is good by Hins, and a timeout called by Southeast Polk with 23 seconds to go. Rams lead by three over Dowling. Back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Do people who commit suicide automatically go to hell? The death of a loved one through suicide is one of the toughest things for anyone to deal with. But fortunately, all is not necessarily lost. While it's true that suicide is listed under the grave list of sins, remember that two other things must happen at the time of the sin for it to be considered mortal. One, the sin has to be fully consented to. Two, the person has to know that what they are doing is mortally wrong. We can never know exactly what a victim of suicide is going through, but depression or other mental illnesses can lead a person to do things he or she would not normally consider doing in their right mind. And if they're not fully in control of their thoughts or their actions, then God, in His perfect, infinite mercy, will know and judge them accordingly. For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youtube.com slash young catholic and we're back here at the southeast polk gym rams have used a timeout they have one remaining dowling has two timeouts at their disposal with 23 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter southeast polk 53 dowling 50 and the maroons need a basket here and a steal 16 seconds ago shot clock is turned off Dowling with the ball right side. Zedeker, double team, leaves it to Muller. She'll launch the three up and off the back iron. No good. Ball slapped around Zedeker with it. In the lane, pull-up jumper too strong. Rebound 
to Dowling. Muller with the putback, no good, and that'll do it. Southeast Polk has held off Dowling Catholic 53-50. What an exciting game it was, but it was all Rams in the second half after Dowling led at halftime, 34-18. It was Southeast Polk, and they come away with the victory here, Scott. Yeah, that's unfortunate half there. And, you know, even then at the end, looked like the Maroons were looking for a three. Uh, they could have gone for two and played the foul game or tried to get in one, but they got a shot. And I know that uh, they practice the threes. All, all players practice threes. So uh, Muller did have an open three, and it just didn't fall for them tonight, unfortunately. Well, the Rams outscored Dowling 21-8 to in the third quarter, and they outscored Dowling 14-8 to in the fourth quarter after the Maroons filled up a 34-18 lead. So it is a tale of two halves. You don't hear that sure come true too often. But uh, tonight it was Southeast Polk with the home win over Dowling in a matchup of top 10 teams. Rams improved their record to 7-0 and in girls' play. They're ranked fourth in Class 5A. Dowling falls to 3-4 and on the season, and they're ranked ninth in Class 5A. Of course, brand-new rankings will come out this Thursday. We'll take a break and come back with uh, – we'll take a two-minute break, uh, Jennifer, two minutes, and we'll come back with uh, recap scoring and statistics provided by uh, Mr. Babinette and Mr. Uh, James Helming doing the numbers here tonight. We'll return to the Southeast Polk Gym with our post-game show when we return. Final score in the girls' contest. It was number four, Southeast Polk, defeating number nine, Dowling Catholic, 53-50 to here at – the Southeast Folk Gym, and we'll return with a post-game show following these messages. We'll take a two-minute break along the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Monday through Friday at 3 p.m., it's Cresta in the Afternoon. Speaker and author Al Cresta looks at life through the lens of Scripture and the teaching of the Catholic Church, providing conversation about the things that matter most. Cresta in the Afternoon on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Christine Schicker, North Central Regional Manager for EWTN. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio. We hear so many stories from listeners about the impact this station is having on their lives. Like Angela, who says, I listen first thing in the morning because it starts my day on the right foot by hearing the gospel. Friends, in this season of giving, how about offering the gift of hope through Iowa Catholic Radio? To make a tax-deductible donation to our year-end appeal, just click on the banner at iowacatholicradio.com or call 515-223-1150. Thank you for your support. 
And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Alongside Scott Pavan and Mark Amadale. Final score in game one. It was Southeast Polk coming from behind to defeat ninth-ranked Dowling 53-50. As Maroons got out to a 34-18 first-half lead, but Rams outscored Dowling 21-8 in the third quarter and 14-8 in the fourth quarter to win it here at Southeast Polk High School. Let's take a look at the scoring while Scott still tabulates the statistics tonight. We had a lot of those. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons fall their record now 3-4 and four and rank ninth in Class 5A. The Maroons were led in double figures by Ellie Muller, the 6'1 freshman off the bench with 14 points. She went 6-for-6 six six at the free throw line. Ava Zedeker held to a season-low 11 points. Zedeker with three field goals, one three-pointer of those three field goals, and she went four of six at the free throw line for her 11 points. And rounding out scoring for Dowling Catholic, eight points each for Layla Tritton and Julia Moore, six points for Lauren Frericks. Off the bench, Marin Heller with three points, and Ellie Olson did not score as Dowling went 12 of 14 at the free throw line. For Southeast Polk, the Rams were led by Brooklyn Daly and Eva Salsa with 14 points each, followed by Zoe Hens off the bench with seven points, five points each for Alyssa Bartlett and Anna Van Coten off the bench with five, four points for J.C. Mitchell, and two points for Stella Charleston. Southeast Polk went 20 of 27 at the free throw line, and both teams had a young lady fall out. Brooklyn Daly fouled out at the 221 mark of the fourth quarter, and Lauren Frerichs fouled out for Dowling at the 203 mark of the fourth quarter. So there's the uh, numbers tonight. Scott, you got to look at the uh, shooting statistics. Yeah, the tale of two halves. Uh, Dowling ended up 16 for 39 for the game, 12 for 14, like you said, from free throw line, uh, 34 rebounds, 18 turnovers. Uh, Southeast Polk was uh, 15 for 49. Uh, they were 7 for 10 from three in the second half, which was huge for them. Like you said, 20 for 27, 32 rebounds, 13 turnovers. Tale of two halves, really. I think uh, Dowling just got out-executed, out-toughed in the second half of that defense, closed it down, and some uh, unfortunate turnovers that really hurt them. Uh, they got no consistency in the second half, and uh, that just that, that, that uh, zone-in-one type uh, defense seemed to bother them because they didn't get into a flow. and. You know, when uh, Southeast Polk went zone at, at early in the second quarter, which was predictable, Dowling should have been able to shoot them out of it the way they were shooting from three in that second quarter and built that lead up. And then, you know, probably the worst thing that happened to the Maroons is halftime. Uh, you know, they just didn't <laughs> respond out yeah. of the halftime. And, it, you know, you just always have to remember, I mean, there's been times when Dowling's come over here or at, at home and Southeast Polk's uh, gotten leads. And then Dowling fought back and brought it back and had a chance to win it at the end. And, you know, I mean, you, as a coach, you got to put your team in a position to win. Both coaches did that. Uh, just one finished the game and the other didn't. Yep, that 11-0 run by Southeast Polk to start the third quarter. And then the Rams ended up piling on. They outscored Dowling 21-8 in that, that third quarter. And they uh, got the deficit back to uh, ground zero as it was uh, – and the Rams went on a little run. They led by no more than what they won by. They won by three, and that was their largest lead of the night. Dowling, on the other hand, had a 16-point lead at halftime. Right. And uh, that all went away in the second half. Hats off to Tracy Daly and the Southeast Polk Graham Gals. They improved their record now to 7-0. and 
and ranked fourth in Class 5A, while Dowling falls to three and four. The Rams will play at Urbandale in a drill boy doubleheader this Friday night. Dowling will be at home, home opener. Maroons will face number 10 Ankeny in a girl boy doubleheader, also at 615 on Friday. I think I'm going to have to put the Dowling address into my map quest now. Or, or, or find my it. map. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. And uh, I look forward to the gym. I was there for uh, my daughter's uh, freshman mass, and uh, I know they've been painted. I haven't seen the new shot clocks in there. I haven't seen who's going to run them. This ought to be interesting. <laughs> Anybody coming out to the gym? Be, be, uh, be patient with our shot clock operator, as you should be for all the people and the right. personnel at the scores table, no matter where you go. So, interested to see the new gym, the new logos, and uh, that'll be Friday night. We'll be on TV, Mr. Bab, and that okay. will be simulcasting with our friends at CISN <laughs> at a girl boy doubleheader. So, uh, makeup, haircut, whatever you need. Um, you know, I, I can't wear a T-shirt anymore, so i got to put on decent clothes. So, FYI for Friday, Scott. Well, it'll be fun It'll be good to be at home. You know, the, yeah. the girls are probably just dying to get in there, familiar shooting area for them. And, you know, they are improved. There is improvement. You know, you can talk about the rankings, but the reality is you start winning and getting a win streak going, the rankings will take care of themselves. Yes, they will. Well, Scott Babinette, thanks to you. Appreciate uh, all you do for us here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Thanks to James. I know he's heading out. He's probably listening to the post game. James Hellman keeping the numbers. Were they close to uh, – my friend, Mr. Mahon from Mediacom's numbers. I, I think we were pretty close. That's good. But I'll take his word and his experience over mine any day. He's not. got a lot of experience <laughs> in that, I'll tell you. He did a great job at Drake before he retired. And uh, his family business is the Varsity Theater on the campus of Drake. And that's been – he sold it. The family sold it. And now it's been resurrected. So, uh, yeah. he, I said, you looking forward to the first uh, movie there? And he says, yeah. He said, I was there for a tour. That's a little bit different. Mike <laughs> Mahon has done a lot for Drake and a lot for the Des Moines community and – a Dowling grad back in the day, even go. before me, before you, before they had, they went. Away. They used to have dirt gym floors. Now they have wood. <laughs> well, he was there during the dirt, I think. Yeah. Well, I trust you because you know everybody. I've, I called you the mayor of West Des Moines last year, so <laughs> yeah, that's right. That did not get me any votes. <laughs> we'll talk more about votes in our with our next guy because uh, he's got a few shout outs to the folks in the election office tonight. We're working the Elkhart election. They're voting okay. on city council. We'll do that. Scott, thank you. We'll talk to you Friday night in our home uh, opener. How about there we that? go. Looking right. forward to it. Thank you, Scott. All right. Thank you. Scott Babinat, my broadcast partner for Game 1. Again, the uh, Southeast Pole girls come from behind, defeat Dowling 53-50. We'll take a break. Take a two-minute break, uh, Jennifer, and we'll come back with the boys' game between Dowling and Southeast Pole. Preview that with Coach Jimmy Cataldo. He's uh, here. He made it through security, and he's talking with one of our Dowling parents. We'll try to get his attention, hopefully shortly. Again, the final, the girls' contest. Southeast Polk 53, Dowling 50. And this is Mark Amadale from the Southeast Polk Gym, back with the pregame of the boys' game between Dowling and Southeast Polk, following these messages on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Jimmy, do you take Judy to be your wife? Uh, to have and to hold? Uh-huh. For rich or poor? Okay. Are you listening, Jimmy? Jimmy! Till death do you part? Sure. Right after I finish putting up this wall between us. There. Jimmy, you're not dead yet. When you use artificial contraception, it's like putting a wall between you and your spouse. Couples who instead regulate fertility naturally experience happier marriages and are less likely to divorce. Tear down the wall. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. At noon, Monday through Friday, the doctor is in. Dr. Ray Garendi helps you with personal problems and professional questions. You'll love his fun approach and practical advice. The doctor is in on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Mark Parrish from St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. here at the Southeast Polk Gym Tuesday night. Girls and boys basketball. CIML, Class 5A basketball on the girls' side. 4A basketball on the boys' side. Mark Amadillo now joined by Jimmy Catalbo as we get set for the preview of this contest. Dowling and Southeast Polk. The Maroons come in with a record of 1-3. and three. And Southeast Polk 0-4 on the season. And Jimmy Cataldo, Jimmy Cataldo, Rams need a win. They lost one of their starting point guards, the quarterback of the football team, out with a broken hand. He is uh, done for the year, and that is uh, not a good sign. That happened right before Friday night's game when they uh, hosted Waukee Northwest. But uh, the Southeast folks, they're looking for a win. They're 0-4, and they played some top-10 teams. They're for the first four games. They're not going to have Connor Mobley. And Dowling looking to uh, find that consistency. They took a – remember it was a week ago tonight, Dowling got the win at, at Johnston, and here we are following the Waukee game on Friday, and that Waukee team is good. And we're hung with them until uh, about the third, fourth quarter, and then things start going away. So, welcome, Coach. Appreciate having you here. Well, welcome to be I'm happy to be here. You know, obviously, check my mileage. It's a 25-mile drive, so getting long and, and, and daunting. But, that, uh, you know, Southeast Polk, you, you mentioned some of the injuries. They, they certainly, the injuries have taken a toll on Southeast Polk. Moberly, as you mentioned, out with a hand injury, which is his throwing hand, Robbins starter, his ankle is beat up. Goodman, uh, who's a nice nice player, uh, he's battling an elbow injury. So certainly, injuries have taken a toll on, on Southeast Polk, but certainly, I wouldn't look at that 0-4 record and, and think that this is a team that, that uh, Dowling is going to come in and steamroll. They've certainly uh, had a similar gauntlet of a schedule as, as uh, the Maroons have had. Uh, played Indianola early in the season. They were a top 10 team, top 5 team. Waukee was number 1 at the time. Ankeny, they played Ankeny. They were number 10 at the time and then got beat Northwest uh, last week, and, and they were number one. So their 0-4 record <laughs> certainly is, 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 uh, is something not even to even look at. But this is a game when you look at Dowling and, and, and Southeast Polk, 1-3 Dowling, 0-4 uh, Rams, and, and you got to hope that you know you go in the locker room and both coaches feel good about the opportunity 
come away with the win here. But it's certainly going to be a tough and, and a challenging game for both teams. No question about it. As we're a few minutes away from the tip-off of the boys' contest, and what a girls' game! We, I was thinking we had overtime in our horizon, but the uh, Southeast Pole girls came from behind in a top-10 matchup, knocking off Dowling, 53-50 in Game One. Maroons had a 16-point lead at halftime. A lot of things happen in this gym. I've seen overtime. I've seen come from behind on both both squads. So tonight. It's been interesting to see. We mentioned Southeast Polk with their injuries, but uh, Riley Edwards is back, three-year starter, along with Bodie Goodman, who's a two-year starter, and Lincoln Cantrell, he's uh, looking at a couple colleges, including Grandview. So that's three of their core of uh, five. And for Dowling Catholic, Drew Morrow, trying to get him on track, Davis Sheck, and then Ryan Kleppe has stepped up. We have the seniors, Morrow and Sheck, but Ryan Kleppe, the 6'3 junior, he's really contributed uh, nicely in the, the last the week when he got the start uh, against Johnson. Well, Kleppe is an, a nice player. I mean, good size, guard, works hard with his left. Uh, you know, playing in the game last week uh, against Northwest, or Waukee, excuse me, and, and, you know, playing against some talent like that, you saw some hesitation out of, out of Kleppe at times, but, you know, there was times when he went hard to the basket and, uh, and, and contributed. And, and so you get more and more minutes like that with Kleppe, and he's certainly a kid that uh, is going to bode well for, for this Maroon team in the future, especially – uh, as, as, as Joey Coppola is, is working through an injury, and, and you know he gets a few minutes last night in the JV game, and he's starting to work back to, to some of his uh, uh, you know, some of his conditioning. And you know who knows? I, I know I talked to I talked to Coach uh, Theo King, and he didn't think he'd play much if, if at all today. But I'd be surprised. I mean, you suit me up, I'm going to be sitting right next to Coach Theo King, letting him know that I'm here and I'm dressed. And, Maybe he gets one or two minutes a, a quarter or a half. and <laughs> You're calling it, huh? Any type of minutes for Joey Capola at this point is, is positive. And we, we've talked about it throughout the last four games is when the Maroons have needed ball handling, and that's what certainly Joey Capola can contribute with. Well, what you mentioned is what Coach Steele King said. He said he's going to be dressed. He played in some JV game last night a little bit. They're just taking it, you know, it's the day after. That's how, you know, with that injury he has to his back, how he feels. So we'll see how that goes. And, uh, yeah, if he gets – you know, he's got to get through Nahas and Zach Nicholson, the two assistant coaches, and he'll be uh, chewing their ear off that I'm ready. I can go in now. I can spell Sheck a few minutes. I can spell Morrow a few minutes and give him that leadership. And that's what's going to take to win on the road, as the Dallin girls found out. They had the big lead at halftime and lost it. It's tough to win on the road. Always in the CIML, as we know, mothers football, basketball, baseball, softball, Jimmy. Well, you look at the game here last year when the Browns came uh, to Southeast Polk early and uh, went to got beat 76-72 in overtime, the Rooms did, and gave up uh, Southeast Polk to a fourth quarter uh, deficit of 25-10. So 15-point deficit in the fourth quarter. Southeast Polk came back to, to force overtime and then pulled away with the win. This is certainly a gymnasium and, and a, uh, a, a location in Polk County that uh, the Rooms do not do well with. And, you know, I'm sure Kristen Myers believes that, you know, she let one get away in, in her team, and that's a tough one to, to, to regroup from. But they're still young, and, and they're getting better as so, but when you look at these uh, Maroon boys, it's it's the time when, you know, I, I said earlier, and I I was at, I was at awake, and you know, I thought, you know, this is a winnable game for the Maroons. And some of the people said, you know what, this is a must-win for the Maroons. And <laughs> you know, when you think about it, these type of games, yeah, you got you have to you have to play hard, and you got to challenge to win these games. And so, it'll be very interesting to see how how well the Maroons play tonight. I think the Southeast Polk Rams and uh, their boys' parents over there and their uh, support are saying the same thing. This is a must-win. They're 0-4 looking for daylight. So we're going to take a break, come back with starting lineups. It's Dowling and Southeast Polk, the boys' game, alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale. Jennifer Phelps is our studio producer. We'll return to the Southeast Polk gym 
after this one-minute break here on our pregame show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Fridays at 9 a.m., making it personal on Iowa Catholic Radio, iowacatholicradio.com, and on demand on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Brian Brevard from Sacred Heart Catholic Church in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym. Alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale, starting lineups being done right now as the Southeast Polk and Dowling boys are being introduced earlier tonight in the girls' game. Fourth-ranked Southeast Polk defeated Dowling Catholic 53-50 as the Maroons now fall to 3-4 and four on the year. Southeast Polk is now 7-0 and in girls' play. Dowling still ranked ninth. Rams ranked fourth. And Thursday we'll have the new rankings for Class 5A. And, Jimmy, let's get to our starting lineups. I know you're having a little go back and forth with uh, the guy over here on Mediacom, Wade Lukenbill, one of my favorite neighbors. He always comes to the uh, Urbandale 4th of July celebration, and we always talk. And uh, your name's never come up, and uh, I don't know why, but uh, he, he seems to be uh, giving you the business, which is good. I love, I love Wade. The only time my name comes up is when something bad happened or, or somebody went to the wrong side of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when people wonder if I bet the same way. That's the way stop it. I think I yeah. think your University of Iowa background with Wade may be part of it too. But you look at it, it, Wade looking Bill, and you look at Bodie Goodman, who's starting for Southeast Polk. Right. The Goodman looking Bill name reverberates in the state of Iowa. Those two, yep. uh, those two names uh, won state championship for Dodge. Great, great, great athletes. Take a look at starting lineups tonight for Dowling Catholic. They'll start their uh, same lineup they had last the Tuesday and Friday. Davis Sheck at one guard, a 5'11 senior. He'll be followed by Drew Morrow, a 6'1 senior. Both lead the team with seven made threes on the season. And the third guard, or the right, one forward rather, Colin Clark, a 6'3 senior for the Maroons, along with Ryan Kleppe, a 6'3 junior, and Riddick Metten, a 6'4 junior. Dowling coached by Clay Phil King in his second year, 10 wins, 18 losses. The Maroons come in averaging. Just under 51 points in offense, giving up 69 points on defense. Their record now 1-3. and three. And now for Southeast Polk, the Rams with an altered starting lineup. Connor Moberly out for the year with a broken hand, had surgery on that hand. He was the quarterback on their football team. The Rams will start at one guard, Riley Edwards, 6'3", senior. The other guard is Bodie Goodman, who you mentioned, uh, Jimmy, a six-foot sophomore. Third guard is Sean Tunk, getting the start tonight for Moberly. Sean is a 6'2", sophomore. Wearing number 31. And the forwards are Lincoln Cantrell, 6'7", senior. Leads the team with seven made threes. And Jackson Barton, 6'4", junior, wearing number 20. The other starter 
as Alan Jenkins in his fifth year at Southeast Polk, 47 wins, 55 losses, assisted by Brandon Krause and Curtis Bell. And we're underway, and the Rams win the tip. And they go right to left in front of us behind the uh, scorer's tables up on the track in the lane. A shot no good by Jackson Barton. And bodies hit the floor, and Drew Morrow turns the ball over. Well, Morrow goes up for the rebound, loses his balance, and, and falls down. That's and, and what if happens. fall down, that's, that's going to be a travel. But, uh, you know, you see bodies are going strong early. The Maroons are out to a man-to-man defense. Corner three by Goodman, no good. And rebound Dowling and Colin Clark. We'll get it tomorrow, right wing. Rams in a man-to-man defense, and Southeast Polk looking for their first win. They're 0-4 on the season. Marl jumps off the lane, leaves his teammate for three. It's no good by Metten, and the rebound. Well, the one, one thing you got to look you know, for the Mar- uh, for the Maroons is you know certainly Drew Marl can be a scorer for the Maroons, and as games go along and people start scouting Drew and start taking away the things that he does well. Who else from the Maroons are going to step up and be scorers? And I think, you know, anyone on this floor can, can contribute to the scoring column, but that's what the Maroons are going to need to find is additional scores as this uh, as this game goes on. Rams with the ball inside, and the shot is blocked out of bounds. They say it went off the Southeast Polk shooter as Metten blocked the shot. And they're going to give it to Dowling. Southeast Polk thought they were – and Coach Jenkins say, hey, it was blocked by Dowling, but it went off the hand of the Southeast well, Polk shooter. I think Metten did a nice job. Uh, he tested the shot, blocking it, but as it, it blocked, it uh, it uh, tipped off the control out of the bounds. Dowling with the ball. They go left to right. We're in their uh, maroon road jerseys. Underneath, a nice spin mood in the lane, and Riddick Metten draws the foul. It'll be out of bounds to Dowling. And Tunks picks up the foul. That is his first. Sean, a 6'2 sophomore, one of two sophomores on this uh, team. And now the inbounds play is stolen away by Southeast Polk and the layup up and good by the Rams. And Sean Tunks with the steal and basket. Just lacked the days to go past uh, inbounds in by the, by the uh, Maroons. And forced turnover is Southeast Polk and coast to coast to the layup uh, is Tunks. Just a bad inbounds pass. Dowling throwing the ball in underneath their own basket and they left it too long. And now. Here is Davis Sheck for three. It's no good. Offensive rebound, Dowling, and Ryan Cleppy. He has it stolen away from him as he tried to gather it in. Rams in the front court. Here's Tunks with it. Left wing over to Cantrell for three. It's no good. Dowling boxes out. Rebound, Cleppy. He leads the break. Now here is Sheck for three. Good. Right in front of the Southeast Polk bench. Davis Sheck with his first three gives Dowling a one-point lead. Sheck is, is, is certainly one of the better setup shooters that you have in the CIML, and and that's what he found. He found the, the, the pass up and had his feet set. Square to the basket, hits it. Now Lincoln Cantrell, a pass underneath to Jackson Barton and a whistle and a foul on Dowling, and they're going to get uh, Drew Morrow with his first foul. Kind of an off-the-ball foul and certainly not a foul you want to you draw if you're Drew. Seeing out of foul trouble is going to be so important to keep him on the floor. Rams inbound the ball. Corner three up. Good by Lincoln Cantrell. So Cantrell with his first three of the night, his eighth of the year, and it's 5-3, Southeast Polk by two, 5-15 to go, and now a steal by Tunks. Sean all the way down, layup good. Stealing basket by Sean Tunks, that's his fourth point, and the Rams up by four. It's not handling the ball. I mean, it's just, you get in your hands, and, and it gets contested by Tunks there, and, and you know, the, to allow him to take the ball away from you is just not being very strong, and that's what uh, certain Riddick's got to be. 
And now dribble penetration by Dowling, and Ryan Cluffy throws away. He attacked the glass, and then he kicked it out, and his teammate wasn't there, and he overthrew him. Just fourth turnover by the, by the Maroons in, in just just over uh, four or three minutes in, in to go in this first quarter. That's, that's certainly not going to help on the road against another very, very tough team. All right, Barton with it. Gets it up top. Southeast spoke with the ball to Cantrell. Corner is Sean Tunks. He's guarded by Cleffy. Now they get it to Barton. Rams not doing bad without Connor Mobley, one of their starters, out for the year. Had surgery on that hand, and now nearly a steal. Eight on the shot clock. Rams got to do something. Here's Riley Edwards, their leading scorer. Dribbles baseline, gets around, and a reverse layup. Good. He got right around Davis Sheck and a timeout Dowling. Or timeout Dowling as Edwards scores, and the Rams up six. You know, Colin Clark is, is, is thinking he has help at the baseline with, with Metten, and as, as his, uh, his player goes hard to the baseline, he's expecting Reddick to to go down and, 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 and drop off uh, the, the dribble drive, and Riddick is coming so slow down the lane. And that's just, you know, some things that we do see out of the rooms at times is just lack the days to go play, and, and, uh, and, and you start losing your spots on the court and, and your health defense or, or your, uh, your, your your passes aren't uh, aren't crisp, and you find yourself with turnovers and giving up easy layups, which I, that is the fourth easy layup uh, that uh, Southeast Polk has had earlier this game. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Catalvo. Other games going on tonight as Waukee at Urbandale, Waukee Northwest at Ankeny, Johnson at Centennial, Mason City at North, Ames at Roosevelt, Marshalltown at Lincoln, and East Waterloo at East. All girl-boy doubleheaders along the CIML. And a girls only game going on at Valley. Cedar Rapids watching at Valley. And now a three-pointer out of the timeout. Up and good by Dowling Catholic's Ryan Cleppy. Ridley was trying to get Drew uh, Marl set up through a couple picks, and as uh, as Southeast Spokes defense allowed uh, Kleppy to come off, look now, for the wide open shot, stop the key. Now backdoor cut, and the Rams throw the ball away as they could not hook up with uh, Lincoln Cantrell. Coach uh, Jenkins told me that Cantrell has uh, got it down to Grandview and Midland College, playing some NAIA basketball. And I think Coach Schaefer, if he's not playing tonight, might be here seeing this. Now Dowling with the ball. Left elbow, shot up no good. Fight for the rebound. They're going to call a jump ball. It's a strong move that time by Dowling's Riddick Medic, Medic to uh, get that uh, rebound. And possession arrow favors Dowling. Good job by Riddick. He really didn't have position, but uh, was aggressive to the basketball. And you can see his, his agitation as, as this game gets on for a couple of mistakes that he's made. Now bad pass by the Maroons. Stolen away by Tunks again. He leaves it for his teammate, an offensive foul on Southeast Polk. Tunks didn't shoot it. He left it for the trailer, and that's the young man who picked up the foul. Fantastic job by Davis Sheck on the fast break. As, as the defense got back, Davis peeled off to get the, the dribble drive opposite, and when the pass goes over, he had his feet set and drew the charge. A tremendous job by Davis Sheck playing through that fast break. Riddick Metten will check out of the lineup for uh, Dowling Catholic. And the big guy, Andrew Nianji, 6'5", senior, averaging 5.3 rebounds into the lineup. Foul on Southeast Polk was on Bodie Goodman, his first. Team foul number two on the Rams, and now Dowling turns it over. Turnover number six for the Maroons in just the first quarter. Here's Riley Edwards in the lane. His shot up, and no good. Check that Bodie Goodman with the shot after Edwards gave it up, and a whistle and a foul on Dowling. Colin Clark will pick up the foul. We're going to see Dante Cataldo check in after these free throws. Nine to six is our score. Southeast Polk with the lead over Dowling Catholic in the boys' contest. 304 left to go. 
And the first free throw, no good by Bodie Goodman. 71% free throw shooter on the year. Jim Pilly down three with three minutes left to go in the, in the first quarter. Six turnovers and only one field goal attempt by the Maroons. Clark will sit down and foul the win. Second free throw, good. So Goodman with his first point of the night. 10 to 6. Southeast Polk by four. Dowling in the front court. Here's Nianji with the top of the key. Finds a cutter, and now it's just Cluffy with it. Can't get a shot off over to Cataldo on the left wing. They look inside, and Nianji faces the basket. Now double team in the lane. Powers it up. Reverse layup. No good. Tip. No good. He slaps it out. And taken by Southeast Polk. They come away with it. Down court is Goodman. His shot no good. He drew the foul. Dowling had an opportunity there, and Nianji just couldn't finish, and that created a whole other thing, and Rams got the loose ball. It's a tremendous move by, by Nianji, you know, up and under, and had his uh, defender all over the place, but just couldn't couldn't convert, didn't really use the backboard inside the lane, and that's what you really want your guys to do is any chance you can use the backboard, use it, helps you. And the first free throw rolls through for the Rams. Bodie Gooden with his second point of the night. Dowling with three team fouls. Southeast Polk with two team fouls. 11-6 to six is our score. Rams by five. Jack Odie checks in uh, for uh, Ryan Kleppe. So Odie comes into the game. Rams are working the rotation. Second free throw good by Goodman. So he has three points all at the free throw line. 12-6 to six is our score. The Rams equal their largest lead of six points. 2.30 left to go. First quarter from the Southeast Polk gym. Dowling with the ball. Here's Nianji. Kicks it back out to Sheck for three. Good. The basket will count. And a foul on Southeast Polk, I believe. I think they're going to get Jamari Williams with the foul. He just mixed, hooks up with uh, Nianji. Looks like we'll they're going to count the three-point basket. So we'll do that. Sheck's three is good. I'm going to get 42 with the hook, and that's Jamari Williams. And that'll be out of bounds to Dowling. So you get a five maybe a six-point play out of this, five at best. They had Williams hooking uh, uh, Nianji on the rebound, and so Dowling goes to the ground. Dowling will retain possession. It's 12-10. to 10. Grant Moons inbound the ball to Edwards. Underneath the Cataldo, and he double dribbles. He had contact there by Jamari Williams, and he couldn't get it to a jump stop. Turnover against the Maroons. Mark that down. i got to mark that down. I mean, that's something. I mean, he goes hard to his left, and that's his dominant side, and you know certainly has some Contest for the for the for the layup and turns it away and and through which he, he, he caused a turnover. So Maroons have cut the lead to three. Cantrell back in the game for Southeast Polk. Riley Edwards with it. Leaves in the corner for Bashir, who now checked in. Jump stop by Bashir. Up and good. Merrick Bashir. Oh, check that. Riley Edwards. Not bad. Now steal by Southeast Polk. Three pointer up and good. That's Edwards again. Now he's got Seven points and five in the last ten seconds, and the Rams' lead is now eight, Just seventeen to nine. The Rams have been so lackadaisical in their inbounds passes, and that time, you know, very little. There's a backdoor cut by Cataldo. Basket will count. A foul on Southeast Polk. How about that? Yeah. The young man had a nice back cut, got a great feed from his teammate, and now the chance for an and one here. Tremendous throw by, I believe it was uh, a Shaq. A good cut by Dante, cutting through the basket, reverse layup, and then converts to the end one. In the lineup now for Southeast Polk, Zeb Hens. We saw his sister 
score seven points out of, off the bench for the Southeast Polk girls in their win over Dowling, 53-50. And here's Zeb, played left corner on the yeah. state championship team and uh, the third running back. And Cataldo's free throw no good, rebound Hens. 17-11 to is our score. Southeast Polk with a six-point lead. Minute 30 left to go first quarter from the Southeast Polk gym tonight on a Tuesday night. Drizzle, fog, temperatures in the 30s, ice to the north of Des Moines area. We're playing high school basketball because it's just wet here in central Iowa. In the land, a shot by Bodie Goodman, no good. Rebound Dowling. Drew Morrow back in, and he's fouled from behind by Southeast Polk, and that'll be on Goodman. Tough game to, to officiate. I mean, there's so many hands and, and contact going in and out of uh, a dribble drives that, uh, you know, you could call it really, really tight or a little bit loose, and, and uh, I think the officials are doing a great job so far showing the obvious fouls. Morrow on the inbounds for three. Off the back iron, no good. Nianji with the putback. Up and in. That's what you're looking for out of the big guy. Nianji shoots and scores. Andrew with his first two. Great job on the weak side. Uh, contested by two different Southeast Bowl Rams. Nianji comes up with it and finishes on the layup. Now the Rams get the ball underneath. It's stolen away by Dowling. Tipped away by Cataldo. Deflected back to him. And here come the Maroons off the turnover. Cataldo in the lane. Left it short. Rebound Kentrell. The other way we go with Southeast Polk. Rams have it. Here's Goodman. Leaves it for Cantrell. And his shot leaves it short. Rebound Cataldo. 35 seconds to go in the quarter. Rams lead by four. Nianji to Cataldo. In the lane. Layup up. And off the rim. No good. Rebound. Southeast Polk. My goodness. Love attacking the there. glass. Nice attacking the glass. He's got to finish. And we talk often Need a about finisher. finishing. And uh, certainly Dante's found two, new, two different possessions where he's got to finish. 17-13 Southeast Polk. Shot clock off. Ten seconds on the game clock. Here's Goodman for three off the mark. No good. Rebound Dowling on the weak side. This is Odie with it with six seconds. He's at half court. Jack down the lane. Around the defender. He shot up. No good. He drew the foul with two seconds to go. He'll go to the free throw line. Will Jack Odie. You look at you look at you continue to look at the stat sheet here. The Maroons are sitting at eight turnovers in the first quarter and Hopefully, through these two free throws, maybe bring it to two points to finish out the, the quarter. First free throw, no good by Odie. Nice game in Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Skeffington's Formal Wear, Dental Associates, and Mercy One. Mark Amadil, Jimmy Cataldo. Odie misses the first free throw. Second one on the way, good. I didn't know you were giving up your chair. You had the chair there. I, you know, they let anybody sit there. Half court shot, no good at the horn. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Southeast Polk 17, Dowling Catholic 14, alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Hamadeo. We will be back with the second quarter of this boys' contest with Southeast Polk leading by three at the end of the first quarter on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why should I save myself for marriage? On February 14, 1992, I held 23 Punch-Out! Sesame Street Valentines and one Valentine starring the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I couldn't wait to give it to the one woman, well, girl, in my entire kindergarten class who I thought was special enough to receive it. Believe it or not, the gift of yourself is infinitely more precious than a Ninja Turtles Valentine, and it should be saved for more than just someone special who I love so much. When you give yourself to your husband or wife in marriage, you love like Christ, who gave his body up to sanctify his bride in a new covenant. In the same way, sex is only loving when it is a living out of the covenant of marriage. Otherwise, it's just lust. 
And so the more time you spend with Jesus, who is love and invented marriage, the more the beauty of sex will appeal to you, and the more the empty glamour of lust won't. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym, alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale on this Tuesday night, high school girls and boys basketball in the boys game. Southeast Polk with a 17-14 lead. The Rams had the first possession, and now a steal by Dowling. In the corner, three by Cataldo, up no good, tip no good, as Cantrell comes down with the rebound for the Rams. Maroon's got a good look, just couldn't hit the shot. Good looks, but uh, you know, Maroon's dropped into that 1-2-2 zone that's been fairly effective for them over the last uh, couple of games as they've found themselves working more and more zone. And, and uh, you know, forcing Southeast Polk to shoot threes is probably a, a good thing at this point with some of the size that Southeast Polk does have. Now the Rams get a backdoor cut, layup off the glass, good by Goodman. He fouled the basket will count. As Goodman, as they went a diagonal pass from the right wing down to the left block, and Goodman caught the ball and scored, and they're going to get the foul on Jack Odie, his first. You know, the one thing with those zones is the backside, and we saw you know, Waukee taking advantage of it a few times, and then Southeast Polk is finding that backside uh, across the lane in that downing zone, which is a zone breaker for the Maroons. And the opposite side of that zone has got to find that cutter and, and, and certainly cut them off. 20 to 14, Southeast Polk by six over Dowling Catholic. Drew Morrow with the basketball, dribbles towards the baseline. Now corner three up and short by the Maroons. Dowling short on their shot and Metten back in and missed the uh, basket. Rebound comes Southeast Polkers. Edwards for three in transition, no good. Rebound Dowling. And that's Nick Frericks in there. Gets it down to Morrow. Layup good. Nick Frericks with the outlet pass to Drew. Runs out and running on that. I mean, that's that's big on the miss and two pass up the up the court and Drew's running the court and great job by Frerichs. And that's what you got to do if you're athletic, you're quick. Five points for Morrow, twenty to sixteen. Rams by four. Fifteen on the shot clock. Dribbling baseline is Edwards. He threw it away. Stolen away by Cataldo. Dante in, in transition. It's over in the corner. Here's Morrow for three. Up good. Corner three is good. And the pass from Cataldo. And Drew with the last five points. Good look by Dante trying to uh, find Drew. Set, set his feet across the uh, the three-point line, and, and Drew knocked it down. Morrow with the near steal. Rams will rotate it. Here's Cantrell for three off the mark. Left wing, no good. Rebound, Morrow. Six minutes to play here in the second quarter. Southeast Polk 20, Dowling 19. The Maroons have led once by one point. Morrow, 15-footer off the backboard and off the rim, no good. And a rebound out to Southeast Polk and Sean Tunks. Rams in transition. Dowling gets back into their 1-2-2 or 3-2 zone or whatever it flattens out to be. Saw Southeast Polk girls do that, and they ended up doing a box in one. All right, here's 15 on the shot clock. Rams can't get a shot off right now. Edwards with it in the corner to Tunks. Dribbles baseline. Leaves it for his teammate. Layup good by Bodie Goodman. Nice dribble drive by uh, Sean Tunks. That's where the top of the zone has to squeeze down, and so on that dribble drive, you're not leaving the – the lane wide open. Nice look, nice pass by Drew Morrow to Frerichs. Frerichs cutting in, and he reverse layup on the left block. Good. And Nick with his first two points. 22-21. Southeast spoke by one. Long three, no good by the Rams. Edwards on the miss. Rebound Dowling. And Drew Morrow. Here's Frerichs in the front court. Over to Odie. Not a Riddick. Metten. Now a long three is no good by Frerichs. Rebound. Dowling. They keep the possession. New shot clock. 
Here's Frerichs in the corner. Can't get a shot off. Dribbles in the lane. Lobs it back to Morrow. 25 on the shot clock. Sometimes the kids forget the shot clock reset after the missed basket and the offensive rebound. Here's Cataldo dribbling baseline. Dribbles into a double team. Kicks it back out. Long three by Odie up and short. And the rebound southeast poke. So, Dallin got a good look at Odie. Ended up uh, with the... Uh, Air ball. Man, that's, that's, that's a shot that, that Jack's so comfortable taking. Top of the key, set, set his feet, and just didn't get his legs under it. But, you know, that was a run that the Maroons had that uh, certainly lost a lot of their energy, a lot of their legs. And so you can see that a little bit in the shot that, uh, that the Maroons took there. All right. Approaching the four-minute mark here in the second quarter, 22-21. Southeast Polk with the lead here in this boys' game over Dowling Catholic. The Maroons stay in that one 2-2 or 3-2 zone. Rams get it on the perimeter. Now a skip pass up top to Riley Edwards. Edwards in the corner goes to Cantrell. Back to Edwards. A little two-man game on the left side. Now the pass is stolen away by Dowling. Check with the steal. Underneath the Frerichs. Layup good. Nick Frerichs off the bench with four points. Great job finishing by, by, by Frerichs. Uh, you know, but with the uh, but the steal by Sheck and pushing the ball on, 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 the, uh, on the fast break and and finishing by Frerichs was huge. And Dowling has battled back from an eight-point deficit. They have taken a one-point lead with that steal and basket. 23-22, Dowling by one. 3.38 to go here in the second quarter. Mark Amadeo, Jimmy Cataldo. First, Mercy One. We want to thank them along with Catholic Tuition Organization's Skeptics Formal Wear. And you have five seconds to fill. Well, it, <laughs> it's, you look how the Maroons have, have cut this lead and have taken the lead by one. You look at the second quarter stats and... It, it all lies in their turnovers. No turnovers in the second quarter where they had eight in the first. Uh, you know, come back and have uh, have five rebounds in the second. So the Maroons are capitalizing on, on uh, Southeast Polk's mistakes and, and certainly pushing the ball to court and getting easy layups. All right, the Rams come out of the timeout. Both teams have four timeouts remaining. 3.30 left to go. Maroons stay in that zone. Southeast Polk skipping the ball around. Top of the key, it goes to Tunks. Over to Goodman, top of the key, right side now. They get it on the baseline to Cantrell, who switches sides. Now a steal by Sheck. Down court to Colin Clark. Layup good. Sheck with his second steal, and Clark benefits from that, and he scores his yep. first two of the night. Dowling by three, their largest lead of the night. The point uh, there again, turnovers and pushing the ball up, and that's what the Maroons are doing well right now and finishing on their layups in the fast break transition. All right, here's Tonks with it. Leaves it for Goodman as they play catch outside the top of the key. Over to Riley Edwards. Rams now trying to shoot out of the zone. Long three, no good by the Rams. Dowling with the rebound, but stolen away by Riley Edwards. Now another long three by Bodie Goodman's no good. Fight for the rebound and stepping out of bounds. Good hustle, though, by Jackson Barton, 6'4 junior, but it'll be Dowling basketball as he was battling first for the ball. Yeah, great job, by. By Bodie and Bodie's a heck of a shooter. Comes from a great pedigree of that Goodman family. Yes, and, he does. And certainly a guy who can shoot the ball. So, you know, Bodie's going to get his his shots, and he's going to get his fair share of points. Rams trying to find someone to pick up the slack from Connor Mobley, their quarterback on the football team, out, averaging six and a half points, six rebounds, and shooting a team best fifty four percent. And out, strong move in the lane, layup with the left hand, no good. Metten, tough finish, and the rebound out to Southeast Polk. And there's two finishes that time that I can count that uh, the Maroons have missed. And now a corner three by Cantrell is good. Lincoln Cantrell with his second three of the night and his ninth of the year. Just comes back and hurts you when you can't finish the lane. But strong, quick move by Metten that last time up the court. Just didn't finish the lane. Now a bounce pass to Metten from uh, 
Colin Clark stolen away by Southeast Polk. We're tied at 25. Minute 50 to go here in the second quarter from the Southeast Gym. Southeast Polk Gym on a uh, cold, damp, dreary, rainy day. Fog in the area. Ice north of us. And we've got high school basketball here in central Iowa. Go north to Ames. The game's canceled. I mentioned that for the folks that are listening on the stream sure. in Arizona, Texas, and Florida. Now a steal by Sheck. How many does he have tonight? Down court goes Davis. Tried to get it to Kleppe and couldn't. Now over to Clark and Dowling will reset. Now back over to Sheck. He'll launch the three. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound. Frerichs underneath to Sheck, and he's fouled as he goes to the basket. Lincoln Cantrell will commit the foul, and Davis Sheck will go to the line, the 5'11 senior. Had his feet set that last time and just didn't convert, and that's just a little bit unlike Davis. Uh, when he gets his feet set and square with very little uh, hand in his face, he usually knocks us down and just missed that last three. You keep track of individual steals. I think I got checked unofficially for at least three and maybe four if you're keeping the numbers right. Uh, of course, my numbers are so off, but you know, I, I oh. try to. But I don't do okay. individual stats. I mean, it's just I'm a team guy. What's the guy do, doing next to you besides looking at his phone? I mean, if you're going to sit here, you can put him to work. He's, he's looking at the next bill he's going to push through Congress. <laughs> Well, his brother's working hard back in the election office. I think the votes are in at Elkhart. One minute left in the first half, 26-25, as Sheck goes one for two at the line. Dowling by one. Southeast Polk with the basketball. He's playing, or rather, Rams playing catch on the perimeter. Now they get it to Tunks underneath. His shot off the glass. Good strong move by Sean Tunks, and he's got six points in the first half. His first start of the year. The Rams by one with 40 seconds left. Nyanji checked in. Underneath the shot, no good, drew the foul. And that'll be on Jackson Barton, his first. So on Barton, that'll be his first foul, team foul number eight on the Rams. And this will be a two-shot foul. Alan Jenkins, the head coach for Southeast Polk, letting the officials know. Michael Johnson, Kenneth Norland, and Scott Van Beck are officials tonight. First free throw, no good by Dowling Catholic's Dianji, he has two points tonight. Second one coming. What are you looking for? Have you seen what the what the Maroons have done at the free throw line? It seems like they missed they their were, share of their. They were one of three in the first quarter. And now they are two for four here in the second quarter. So that is uh, three for seven tonight. Three for seven, tight ball game, and certainly got to make over half your free throws. Yeah, twenty-seven all. Twenty-seven seconds to go in the half. Shot clock and game clock are about a second and a half apart. Mr. Cataldo, see, I picked that out. So I don't think they're going to be able to two for, you know, one. Two for one on this, as you, you like to, to yeah. point that. But it doesn't uh, make a difference because you can't call timeout and advance the ball like the women can do in college. But All right, here's Edwards in the lane. Dribble drives in the lane. Shot off the glass. Good. Riley Edwards with the basket. That's his ninth point. Half-court shot off the horn is no good. And Southeast Polk will lead at halftime here. 29-27 over Dowling Catholic as uh, the Maroons go into halftime, trailing by two. Dowling's record, one and three. Southeast Polk, 0 and four on the air. And we'll go through scoring here before we go to a break. Dowling Catholic led by Drew Morrow's eight points here in the uh, first half. And he was followed by Nick Frerichs off the bench with four points. David Sheck with four points. Three points for Ryan Kleppe. Andrew Nianji with three points for Dowling Catholic. Two points for Colin Clark. 
And two points for Dante Cataldo, one point for Jack Odie. As uh, mentioned to Jimmy earlier, Dowling went two of four at the free throw line. They are now three of seven at the line through halftime. For Southeast Polk, they are led by Riley Edwards, nine points. Eight points for Bodie Goodman. Six points for Lincoln Cantrell and six points for Sean Tunks. And the Rams went one for one at the free throw line in the second quarter. They are now four of five at the line through halftime. We'll take a break and come back and we'll uh, catch up with one of the Dowling coaches, Coach uh, Kristen Meyer. I don't know if she brought anybody or not, but uh, we'll talk to her. Halftime score the boys contest. She brought Frank Chido. <laughs> oh, help us all. Say an extra prayer, folks. Halftime score, Southeast Polk 29, Dowling 27, along with Jimmy Cataldo. This is Mark Amadale. And again, reminder, girls contest, fourth-ranked Southeast Polk defeated ninth-ranked Dowling 53-50. And we'll visit with Kristen Meyer, the Dowling girls coach, when we return here at the Southeast Polk Gym, following these messages on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mondays at 9 a.m., Man Up with Joe Stopulis on Iowa Catholic Radio iowacatholicradio.com and on demand on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Connecting listeners with Christ. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Deacon Dan Dombrowski from St. Francis of Assisi Church in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Here at the Southeast Polk Gym, alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale, halftime score of the boys' contest. Southeast Polk leads Dowling 29-27. Now joined by Dowling girls head basketball coach Kristen Meyer. Solo tonight, no guests, no, no extended guess. media. Did the MediaCom people talk to you a little bit? Uh, they get you know, something that's going to be pre-taped. We can watch later. This oh. week or later in the summer when I'm home, all of a sudden, oh, there's Coach Meyer, Mediacom got her. Uh, well, th- we did a Zoom earlier this week, but I think it was just to get some info for the game. I, I, I doubt if it'll be aired, at least I hope not. But uh, The Zoom meeting? Yeah, <laughs> they, they can either. do what they want. <laughs> That's right. Well, Coach, what a night. And it's a tale, of, as I mentioned to uh, Scott Babinat, tale of two halves. You get in with a, a lead at halftime, and all of a sudden, here comes Southeast Polk on a great run to start the second half, and they outscore you 21-8, to eight, and then it continued over in the fourth quarter. So the, the third and fourth quarters, uh, you score eight points on each quarter, and that is uh, just something you got to hand it to. First of all, Southeast Polk, their defense was tremendous, but they had people in foul trouble. Matter of fact, uh, Coach Daly's daughter fouled out with uh, like two and a half minutes left in the game, and I thought the light was starting to come, but uh, they were tenacious. They, uh, they played very well. And uh, this is a good test on the road, and we're finally done with that for a while, uh, the road games. But uh, your, your thoughts on the game? I know it, was, it had to be disheartening in that locker room. Yeah, you know, this was obviously a tough one. Played a really good first half, and they were playing more zone, and we were hitting some shots. And uh, to be honest, they just shot really poorly in the first half from three. And so you know, we knew they were going to hit some shots, but when they started hitting shots, I think they just kind of took that momentum. 
Um, and then they just went to straight-up man-to-man defense, and we struggled a little bit. Um, and, and they have some very good defenders, but I thought some of our decision-making was a little bit rushed. Um, and they could set us up, and then we had a number of turnovers in the second half uh, that, that hurt us at, at different times. And uh, a little bit of that inexperience, a little bit of that, we got to just keep working through. And then uh, I think the big thing was just the free throws. I mean, they shot 28 free throws. We got to do a better job of keeping our hands and feet off. It seemed like we, we tripped people tonight, or we got called for trips more than Saw that. any game that I could ever remember. First got nailed for one. I remember her. Yep, Julia got a couple, I think. And that's, sometimes you just get tangled up, but, you know, yeah. they've got to sometimes figure that out. But yeah, you mentioned the free throw line, but that 11-0 run in that uh, third quarter, you called timeout, tried to stem the tide, and they outscore you 21-8 to in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, it was kind of back and forth, but you came back. You got it tied, and you took the lead there momentarily in the fourth quarter. So the kids came back and rallied, but Southeast Polk made things difficult defensively for you to run your offense. I saw a lot of people like, well, you go make a play or you go make a play, and that's probably part of being a young team. You're going to have growing pains. Yeah, definitely, and, and we just have to keep learning from them. You know, we've got, as you mentioned, we've got quite a few young kids, and even some of our older kids haven't necessarily played a ton of basketball, and so it's, it's hard to go through – situation sometimes because there's just I mean there's an infinite number of situations that could happen and so it's just trying to figure out um, you know to just keep improving our basketball IQ and um, you know just kind of go from there but uh, tonight was still a fun one you know you get a close battle against the conference team play a great first half and uh, have to at least battle through second half you know and and even though we we gave up some runs like I said we still came back and and took a lead at one point and and gave ourselves a chance you did and uh, you know I'm I'm very impressed with uh, obviously Ava Zedeker held under her scoring average held to 11 points tonight she had seven at halftime but that means somebody else has to step up and I I thought again Ellie Muller off the bench and she's doing that rotation with uh, um, with Ellie Olson held her off the bench had 14 points and six for six the free throw line and that is now a career high. Last week was a career high for her, and now we just keep seeing that in her freshman year. Muller with 14 points to uh, lead you off the bench. Yeah, Ellie's really uh, just just developing pretty quick. You know, as a freshman, it's uh, you got to figure out the pace of the game and the physicality. You know, uh, with uh, both Daly and Solstice, uh down low for for uh, Southeast Polk, they're physical, they're aggressive, they're experienced, and I thought Ellie did a nice job of just finding ways to score, putting herself in a good position, getting rebounds, um, and she's just going to keep getting better this season. Well, you're, you're home, finally. I mean, you played longest than anybody. You got five road games with the CIML, then you went to Minnesota and played two, so you started out the year with the first seven games on the road. Thankfully, you talked Anki into coming down Friday night and switching that around. Yeah, so, yeah we were supposed to. So, I got to understand, do we have somebody to run the shot clock? Will somebody be a locker room attendant? Do we have a PA announcer? Are, are we set for a home opener? Do you know? Uh, I'm going to say yes because I have no idea. All I know is I need to be there, uh, and the girls <laughs> will be there, and hopefully uh, everyone else who needs to be there will be there. That's awesome. Well, we look forward to that. I know uh, we're going out for a, a test this week to make sure our equipment works with the the Internet and stuff at Dallas because we haven't been there in a while, but so looking yeah. forward to the home opener. Ankeny is the opponent. And Drew McAnally, this team doing a great job. They're in the top yep. ten, and they've been battling too. So, uh, what what do you know about Ankeny? Uh, I've only started watching a little bit of film. They're good. They've got some athletes. They've got some really good basketball players. They're, they're guard oriented. Um, they can take you off the dribble. Play mostly man to man defense. Um, I, I think they're a really solid program. 
So they, they have a freshman that had moved over from Cedar Rapids area who's really athletic. Um, you know, the point guard, Jenna Pitts, has been there. She's now a senior, you know, her, in her fourth year, and it just does a really nice job for them. They've got a couple other guards that are just solid. So, um, you know, if we, we can put together four full quarters, it will be okay. Um, but it'll be a fun one. And, Coach, it's back-to-back Friday and Saturday because Saturday morning you're playing in the Johnston Winter Tip-Off Tournament at Johnston High School. you got the early games, 10 o'clock, against Cedar Rapids Prairie. So it's it, it, three games this week. Not bad. Yeah, it's a busy week, and then we have nothing next week, So, um, which kind of works out. The girls have finals next week. So, you know, we were hoping to come away with three big wins this week. Now we'll, we'll go for, for two and then uh, get our winter break. Yeah, no question. Coach, thanks for stopping up. Travel safe going home with the fog, the, the uh, drizzle, and all of the hucky stuff that's going on. Hopefully it'll clear up on Friday. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for broadcasting. You bet, Coach. Coach uh, Kristen Meyer of Dowling Catholic. Dowling Catholic girls coach losing tonight 53-50 to Southeast Polk. We're at halftime in the boys' game, and it's Southeast Polk leading Dowling 29-27. We'll take a one-minute break, come back with the start of the second half. Jimmy Cataldo will rejoin our broadcast. This is Mark Amadale from Southeast Polk High School on Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio. We hear so many stories from listeners about the impact this station is having on their lives. Like Angela, who says, I listen first thing in the morning because it starts my day on the right foot by hearing the gospel. Friends, in this season of giving, how about offering the gift of hope through Iowa Catholic Radio? To make a tax-deductible donation to our year-end appeal, just click on the banner at iowacatholicradio.com or call 515-223-1150. Thank you for your support. And we're back here, second half underway at the Southeast Polk Gym. Southeast Polk leads Dowling 29-27. Both teams have had a possession. Now Dowling with its second possession. Pull a jumper to left elbow. No good by Drew Morrow. And rebound out to Southeast Polk. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo. As you heard earlier, the girls game won by Southeast Polk 53-50 in the battle of top 10 teams. Now the Rams facing this Dowling defense. They come up with uh, the zone to start the second half. Tunks works inside. He draws a foul, and he goes line for Southeast Polk, as the foul will be on Dowling's Davis Sheck. So Sheck with his second foul. And, Jimmy, you got to look at some first-half numbers. First-half stats for Southeast Polk, 11 of 23 from the field, 4 of 5 from the free-throw line, 3 of 10 from the three-point line, 14 total rebounds, and 8 turnovers. Uh, for Dowling, 10 of 24 from the field, uh, 4 of 11 from three-point line, or arc, uh, 16 rebounds, 7 turnovers for the Maroons. Tunks hits both free throws. He now has 8 points, and it's 31-27, Southeast Polk by 4. Leading scorers for Southeast Polk, Riley Edwards with 9 points, and now Dowling guilty of the travel as they uh, have the ball in the front court, as uh, Clark guilty of the travel. 9 points for Edwards, Goodman with 8 Eight points, six points for Cantrell and Tunks, and the Rams with four scores in the uh, four people scoring in the first half were four of five at the free throw line. Dowling was three of seven at the free throw line. Maroons had eight 
players score. Led by Drew Marles, eight points. And uh, Nick Ferrick's off the bench with four points. And Sheck with four points. And now Dowling with the steal. And now whistling a foul on Southeast Polk before the ball could be shot. And they're going to whistle the foul on. Riley Edwards, is that right? With three, yes. That's his first. Team foul number one on Southeast Polk here in the second half. So both teams with the foul each. Runes with the basketball. Southeast Polk stays man-to-man. There's Morrow coming off the screen. Can't get it inside. There's Cleppy with it in the lane. His shot up and no good. And he's going to be called for the charge. Good job by Southeast Polk in their defense as Cleppy will be guilty of his first foul. A little bit of inexperience out of Cleppy. Uh, you know, good job pump faking the three-point, getting his defender uh, off his feet. Took the ball hard to the basket. The two guys sitting there under the basket, he continued his track to the basket, gets the charge, draws the charge instead of maybe stopping and hitting that five-foot jump shot that sits right there wide open for him. Yep, one extra step costing a foul. Southeast Polkian Stalling zone. It's stolen away by the Maroons on the baseline. Nice job that time by Ryan Cleppy with the steal. So commits the charge and then makes up for it there. Morrow with it. He'll leave it for Metten. Here is Colin Clark with the basket. Leaves it for Morrow. Layup good. Drew Morrow with this. Ties the game at uh, 31. Good job by Morrow following the, the basket. Uh, you know, you're seeing a little bit how Drew's being scouted in this game is every time he's taking it hard to the basket, which he's done well this year, two to three guys come off their man to, yes, they do. to, to triple team him as, as, as he's taking it hard. Now here's a in the lane and a tie up, and Dowling comes away with it. Riddick met and battling in there, stole it away. Runs the other way, and Dowling with the shot off the glass, up and no good by Ryan Cleppy. He'll go to the free throw line. It'll be two free throws coming. Tunks with the foul. That'll be his third. If you joined us late, Connor Mobley for Southeast Polk, out for the year. He broke his uh, hand, had shooting, had uh, surgery on it, and that is his throwing hand. He's also the quarterback on the state championship football team, so he'll have a three-month recovery. Now free throws coming. As Tunks got the start is what I'm trying to get at, and uh, now free throws coming for Dallin Cleffey makes the first. He has four points tonight, Jimmy. Well, just some of the things that you're seeing, especially in the second half as early as turnovers. Turnovers have been a a huge part of this game and uh, for both teams. And, uh, you know, knocking down some of these turnovers, taking advantage of them. The Maroons did so in the second quarter and uh, in Southeast Polk in the first quarter. But you look in the second half so far, both teams with uh, with multiple turnovers in a short uh, two and a half minutes going in the third quarter. Our score is tied at 31 now. Five minutes to play. Third quarter from the Southeast Polk gym. We are on the track above the scorer's table. We're behind the scorer's table. There's about 20 rows of bleachers in front of us. Rams work the shot clock to nine. They're on the baseline. They lose it out of bounds, and it'll be Southeast Polk possession with seven on the shot clock. You know, one of the things that I'm looking forward to going back to the gymnasium at, at, at Dowling on, on Friday is not looking through these darn fences. Every time we go on the road, you put us someplace where we're looking through the fences feel like some jail. Do you, do you, you see know? our neighbors to the next to us, your buddy uh, Wade Lukenbill? I mean, they're looking through the same thing. Now, Wade's standing up, and I will after a well, while. Well, if anybody knows Wade, he, he, he probably wants to wants to defend <laughs> the defense in front of us. He's such a great defender. All right, the Rams work the ball around. Three-pointer no good. Cantrell with the offensive glass. Morrow with the block shot. And Southeast Polk retains possession. They'll get a new shot clock. Here is Goodman. Dribble penetrates. Gives it to Cantrell. Back to Goodman. In the lane, is shot up. And what? A blocking foul called on Dowling. I thought Metton had his hand up, but... They're going to call him for the reach, and a foul 
and free throws coming well, for Southeast Polk. If, if you're going to take the charge, you got to stick in there and, and try to square up as best you can. And Reddick found himself a little bit too deep underneath yeah. the basket and just didn't take the penetration squared on and, and, and allowed. Anytime that happens, you're going to get the block called, and that's what happened to Reddick there. Is just find yourself squaring up to the defender or the, or the uh, offensive penetration and make sure you take on hard contact, and you got to sell it a little bit. <laughs> good, and this is the first free throw. Second one on the way, good. He has nine points, 32-31. Southeast Polk by one, four and a half to go here in the third quarter. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, now whistle. And a foul on Southeast Polk. That'll be on away from the action. That's going to be on uh, on number four. Zeb Hins. Hins. He finished the half, and now he's in the in the ball game. Jalen base guard uh, uh, Kleppi is, is Hins. I see that. <laughs> so Hins in there for defensive purposes, and now here's Morrow with it. They lob it inside. Does check to Metten. On the baseline, and a whistle and a foul called on Southeast Polk. This will be on Jackson Barton, his second. As, as, as Riddick grows more and more in, in understanding the lower block game that he needs to play for this Maroons, he's going to be such a force because he is so quick off that first step, first dribble, that it, it just becomes a huge advantage when he's playing against bigger guys. And sometimes he's starting too low below the block. He starts higher than when he does drop down. They'll have room to shoot. Now, the Rams inbound, or Dowling inbounds the ball. Corner three is no good by Drew Morrow. Rebound Southeast Polk. The Rams lead by one. Now they're in transition underneath. And a whistle and a foul on Morrow as he swung and missed at the block. And commits the foul. So for Drew, that'll be his second foul. And Hins will go to the free throw line looking for his first points. Zeb Hins, 5'10", junior, starting left cornerback on the Southeast Polk State Championship team. Also the... Uh, like the third running back when he when he needed with the first free throw. Sister Zoe at seven points off the bench in the girls' game tonight as the Rams defeated Dowling 53-50 in game one. You know, just talented athletes out here at Southeast Polk. And, you know, Dowling has, has, has uh, you know, their fair share of force. And, uh, you know, you'd like to see more of an up-and-down tempo out of these two teams. And it's just been a half-course base offense, at least in the second half. Certainly has. 34-31. Southeast Polk by three. Hins makes both free throws. And now here's Sheck in the lane. Little teardrop shot over Cantrell. It's no good. In and out. Rebound comes out to the Rams. Cantrell with it on the baseline. Gets it to Jackson Barton. He travels with the basketball as Dowling will have Dante Catoundle. And also coming in, Andrew Nianji. Nianji, the 6'5 senior. Catoundle, the 6'1 junior. Is he 6'1? Six one all day, yeah, yeah. With cleats on, sure, sure. Six two, okay. sure. I'll get back to that. <laughs> I have to figure that out. All right, Dowling with the ball. Check for three, right wing. Good, David. Check. Nobody came out on him. That's his second three of the night, and the Maroons have tied it up at thirty four each with three minutes to play, third quarter. Puts Check into double digits. We talked early in the uh, in the pregame is who else is going to step up and score for the Maroons is as Drew Morrow's getting his, and Davis Sheck, of course, is contributing big time tonight. Certainly is. 34 all. The Rams now with the shot. No good. Rebound Nianji. Dowling will dribble up, trying to take the lead. Runs have led by three at one time. Underneath, the shot up, and no good. Partially blocked by Cantrell. Rebound comes out to Southeast Polk, and now steal by Drew Morrow. And he'll go in for an uncontested layup. Heads up play by Drew, and he's got 12 points. Reach 
hop on. I mean, I, I look down to mark some of these up, and, and, and Drew comes away with the steal and, and the breakthrough. Yeah, but a lot, a lot of contact on that last layup by, uh, uh, by uh, Kleppy, I believe, and just nothing was called. Yeah, the place of the contact, and the ball came away. And then the outlet pass, once Southeast Polk got control of the missed shot, was stolen by Morrow. Now a long three in front of the Southeast Polk bench, no good by Riley Edwards. Rebound, Dowling. Two minutes to play, and the Maroons lead by two here in the third quarter, 36-34. Here's Sheck with it, a head shake, dribble drive in the lane, looking for Nianji, finds him in the left elbow. Nianji shot up, off the back iron, no good. And a whistle and a loose ball foul on Cataldo. Hustling for the offensive glass. He oh. was battling the defensive back, quarterback battling the Hens. Hens gets the Hens. Hens has a foul on, on, on Dante on that, and they both went hard to the basket. And again, it comes down to who had better better position, and on that, uh, Dante certainly had the better position. 36-34, Southeast Polk. Now three up and good by Davis Check on the inbounds play. And you, you know, we were looking for this at, at Davis in the in the last game. He kind of went quiet, and certainly yep. he's kind of broken out tonight and, and, and contributing in a big way with 13 points. We've got a timeout on the court. We'll take one with them. 39-34. Dowling boys with their largest lead tonight of five points over Southeast Polk. Minute 38 left to go in the third quarter. Back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Honey, I'm so excited for our kitchen remodel. All right, you love birds, floors, natural hardwood. Okay. Wow, that was quick. Countertops. Definitely natural granite. Check. Woohoo! And that wall. Tear it down. It let in more natural sunlight. Done. Whoa. Speaking of tearing down walls, your family planning. Natural, right? Natural family planning is 99% effective at achieving or delaying pregnancy, and there are no harmful chemicals. So it's better for you and the environment. Tear down the wall. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. And we're back here at Southeast Polk High School alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Hamadale. Dowling with a five-point lead, their largest lead of the night. Rams out of bounds after the timeout. And get the ball inside. It's knocked out of bounds by Dowling. So 20 on the shot clock, and the Rams will inbounds here, Jimmy. Maroons coming out in their zone uh, defensive set, and they've been doing so well with that. Here's Odie with a block shot as they got it right back inside to Bodie Goodman after he – Gave the outlet pass to Jamari Williams. Williams with a pass underneath the left block and a block by Dowling. Sheck now has his shot blocked out of bounds to the Maroons. And Maroons now with a five-point lead, and now can they hold it? Can they knock down shots? Can they run the offense through? And that's the big thing here, especially with the shot clock. You get 35 seconds with the ball and see if you can get a good shot. Maroons work the ball underneath to try to get a Cattell. It's stolen away. Bad pass by Odie, but he gets it back. Now over to Sheck in the lane. A little teardrop shot. Doesn't fall. Rebound Riley Edwards. The Maroons had two opportunities there and came up empty. Two great opportunities and just inbound pass. And the Maroons just have not been good under the basket inbound uh, the ball this year. And right there, uh, Odie kind of got lazy on that pass. And 
Uh, back got, and forth it went. You got the ball back, and the Maroons had an opportunity. Now Dowling in their 3-2 or 2-3 zone, whatever you want to call it. 13 on the shot clock. Rams get it underneath to Williams. Jamari can't get a shot off. Now in the corner to Tunks for three. It's no good. And he can't tangles with Nianji. Rebound comes out to Dowling. Here's Frerich with it underneath to check layup. Good. Frerich with a nice pass. He's provided spark off the bench tonight. Just a tremendous job. And the, and the bench is coming up big right now for the for the Maroons. And and uh, Frerich getting, getting the blockout rebound and pushing the ball up and finding Sheck, who's having a heck of a game. Dowling by seven. In the lane is Goodman. His shot is short. The rebound, Frerich. 41-34 Dowling. Eight seconds left. Frerich's in the front court. In the corner goes to Catalbo for three. It's no good. And the ball is put back up and in by Nianji. They're going to count it. He gets the offensive rebound and put back. Andrew Nianji. That's his fifth point. And Dowling has its largest lead of nine right now, 43-34 over Southeast Polk in this boys' contest. We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with the fourth quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join the Iowa Catholic Radio family for the celebration of Holy Mass at our Chapel of St. Gabriel the Archangel on the first Friday of every month at 11.30 a.m. The chapel is located at our network studios, 1355 50th Street, Suite 500 in West Des Moines. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Julie White from Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adele, online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. And we're back here at Southeast Polk High School. Mark Amadale alongside Jimmy Cataldo here on Iowa Catholic Radio tonight. Dowling with a 43-34 lead. We go to the fourth quarter. Rams with the first possession of the fourth quarter. Long three by Riley Edwards is no good, but the Rams get their offensive rebound. They get a brand-new shot clock. Here's Edwards with it. Can't get a shot off. They work it inside, and a fallaway jumper. It's no good. Rolls out by Jackson Barton. The rebound Dowling, and the Maroons throw it away underneath the basket. Here's Barton underneath. His shot up, and good. Well, they just tried and tried and kept going. Barton with his first two points and 43-36 Dowling. But what a what a struggle there for Southeast Polk to get a shot off and finally did. Just the timing of the jumps. Maroons had great leverage. There's Frerichs getting loose on the other end. His shot is good. Six points off the bench for Nick Frerickson. Dowling with a nine-point lead. Here's Goodman. Skip pass in the corner to Cantrell. Cantrell stops, has a ball stripped away, but picked up by Barton. Rams will reset. In the corner, Goodman for three. Right in front of the Ram bench, no good. Offensive rebound. Tunks saves it, but he goes out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. Yeah, look, some numbers so through. back and forth. So through, through three quarters. There you go. 14 of 34 from the field, 6 of 15 from the three-point arc. 25 total rebounds and 11 total turnovers for Southeast Polk. 3 of 18 from the field. Uh, they are 3 of 14 from the three-point arc. 22 total rebounds and 12 turnovers. 
So just a tale of uh, Southeast Pulse poor shooting in the third quarter combined with turnovers. And here's Dowling with the ball. Jack Odie goes to the baseline. His shot is no good through the foul, and he'll go to the free throw line. The foul will be on Riley Edwards, his second. Maroons outscore Southeast Pulse 16-5 to in that third quarter, Jimmy, yeah. and the Rams did not get a field goal. They did not well, they went 0 for 5 at the, at the, from the field. They were 5 and 6 to the free throw line. They went 0 for 5 from the field and 0 for 4 from 3 wow. in the third oh. quarter. But, you know, you go back to that, that game last year, they outshot the Maroons in the fourth quarter 25 to 10 scoring. So certainly the Maroons have to look at this fourth quarter and, and certainly quit looking at the scoreboard of the, the, the clock and just really lock in and finish the game. All right, Odie at the free throw line makes the first free throw. Second one is no good. So Jack is uh, one for two or two for four at the line tonight. He has two points. 46-36. Dowling's lead is 10 over Southeast Polk. We're going to stay in that zone. Corner three by Cantrell. No good. Rebound. Slapped away by Marlin into the hands of Frerichs. Nick has it. Outlet pass to Marl. Dowling running. Four on two fast break left to the left hand. No good by Marl. And the ball goes out of bounds. And they're going to give it to. Looks like they're going to give it to Dowling. Yep, they're told. It said Maroons stay here, so it's Dowling basketball, and Odie will throw it in. Odie, Frerichs, along with Metten, and now corner three. It's no good by Dowling Catholic. Ball goes out of bounds. The Dowling. Great hustle, Great hustle by, by Dante on the weak side rebound. and then He came out of nowhere. His quickness is his biggest asset, and that's, uh, that's what you're certainly seeing out of, out of Dante. Dowling will inbound the ball. He'll get it tomorrow. Top of the key to Metten. Now here comes Dante, and he travels with the basketball. Tried to get his feet set as he was battling Sean Tunks, and he traveled, so turnover against Marinas. What's Dowling up to in turnovers? Turnovers, that's their 12th turnover for the game, but only the second one for the second half is what I got the Maroons. And they forced Southeast Polk into how many? And they forced uh, uh, the Rams into 12 total, but uh, they they have five in, in the second half. That's pretty good after what they had in the first half. People were racking them up there and needed a calculator. Rams moving the ball around against Dowling's 3-2 zone. Dowling by 10, five and a half to go, fourth quarter. Tunks on the baseline is shot up. No good. Rebound Dowling. Good job that time by Metten, sealing him off. Maroons in transition. Here's Odie with the basket, and he goes all the way to the hole and scores. Jack Odie with his fourth point in a timeout called by Southeast Polk. This will be a full. We'll take it with him. 5-24 left to go, fourth quarter. Dowling 48, Southeast Polk 36 in this boys' contest. Back to Southeast Polk High School in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Southeast Polk Gym. Mark Amadale alongside Jimmy Cataldo. 5.24 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Dowling with the lead, 48-36. Coach, what's your thoughts? I mean, I think Nick Frerichs off the bench has provided a nice spark, and they've limited their turnovers from double digits in the first half to single digits in the second half. Frerichs is a big uh, addition off the bench. Jack Odie taking the ball hard in the basket that time. 
and then even Metten on the boards. I think that, you know a lot of kids are contributing tonight, and that's been the success, at least in, in the tight ball games or in, in the ball game they won at Johnston, and that's what you're seeing out of the rooms tonight. All right, Southie spoke with the basketball. 15 on the shot clock. Now they got uh, Barton double-teamed, and the ball goes out of bounds off Dowling as Barton tried to throw it off the uh, Dowling player, and he did. Five minutes remaining, fourth quarter. Dowling by 12. Southeast Polk will inbound the ball with 13 on the shot clock underneath their own basket. They get it to Barton in the corner to Goodman. Pull-up jumper from 15. Good. And they're going to call it a two-pointer for Bodie Goodman. That is his 11th point. Value of a possession here if you're if you're the Maroon coaching staff. With five minutes to go in the fourth, up 10. Got to certainly have value of a possession. Don't slow down. Keep attacking, but have great Great looks at the basket. There's Metten in the lane. Can't get a shot off. Now in the corner. Kleppy for three. Good! How about that? The lefty from the right wing. Kleppy for three, and he's got eight points. 51-38 Dowling. And three-pointer for Southeast yep. Polk to answer that. Good by Riley Edwards. Certainly a, team that can, certainly a team that can... Light it up, and here they go again. And they steal in basket. It's no good after the steal by Bodie Goodman. Rebound Dowling. Runes the other way. Here's Morrow with it. Dowling leads by 10 after uh, momentarily having a 13-point lead with Kleppy's three. Now here is Dowling passing on the perimeter. Southeast Polk stays man-to-man. 17 on the shot clock. Kleppy with it. Maroons will look for Morrow. Ken on the shot clock. Kleppy, left wing, on the baseline. Goes to the basket. He shot up and good. Strong move by Ryan Kleppy. They had an ISO for him. Good, good, strong move, and he stayed in the air long enough to uh, to allow his defender to go through with the, with the uh, with the block attempt and stayed up in the long in the air long enough to put up the, the shot and, and great basket, big basket late in the game. 53-41, Dowling by 12. 3:20 left to go. Long three by Goodman is off the mark. No good. Fight for the rebound and battle there between Metten and uh, Barton goes out of bounds to Southeast Polk and they'll get a brand new shot clock as Cataldo and Frerich sit down. Re-entering the game for Dowling is Colin Clark. Now a long three up and no good by Cantrell and the rebound comes out to Dowling and Riddick Metten. He was Seems tied to up. be the M.O. Of, of, of Coach Still King, at least late in the game, is, is to get his starting lineup in the game to finish. And I would expect the last three minutes that he keeps his starting lineup in the game and see if they can finish off this ballgame. Yeah, it's Sheck, Morrow, Clark, Metten, and now Dowling with the ball. They attack the glass. A shot up and no good. And Kleppy, the five and the four for Dowling. You're exactly right, Coach. And whistle and a foul on Southeast Polk. It'll be on Jackson Barton, his third. 17 foul on the Rams. Two shots coming for Dowling and Riddick Metten, the 6'4 junior. And first free throw, no good. Maroons haven't been doing too bad from the uh, free throw line tonight. That's Metten's first attempt. They were 5 out of 9 going into the fourth quarter. Now they're 1 4 3. Second free throw is up and off the mark. No good. Dowling boxes out. And they say it went off of uh, Colin Clark because he was uh, trying to save the missed shot. And Metten, 64% free throw shooter, goes 0 for 2. Empty possession for the Maroons, 53-41. Dowling by 12. 2.40 left to go. Here is Edwards with it. 
Gets it over to Goodman and a reach-in foul on Dowling before the shot. And that'll be the 15th foul on Dowling. Some runs just, you know, late in games, they get a little bit tired in their feet and they get not moving well on defense and start reaching. And this is when the runs start getting loose. And, and hopefully you can continue to keep these kids at bay. Long three by Edwards is no good. Out of bounds. And it will be Southeast Polk basketball. And they'll reset the shot clock at 35 on the missed shot at the rim. Now corner three on the inbounds played by Goodman is no good. He fouled three free throws coming as a foul will be on Ryan Kleppe, his third. Uh, it, it's the most common inbound uh, play uh, off the baseline. Is the guy throwing in the ball is, is going to get a pick to the three-point line, and that's how Southeast Polk set it up. And Kleppe was late to rotate and draw Good, the foul. Goodman will have three free throws where he's almost automatic. It's the first. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Mark Amadil joined by Jimmy Cataldo here in game two. Second free throw of three by Goodman is good. He'll get one more. He's got 13 points tonight. Dowling will be having their home opener this Friday, taking on Ankeny in a drill boy doubleheader. Third free throw good. He's got 14 points, says Bodie Goodman. 53-44, Dowling by nine. He's Dowling with the ball. Underneath, they won't shoot it. He's playing keep away. Plenty of time to last on the shot clock. Cleppy has it knocked away, picked up by the Maroons. Here's Clark with it tomorrow, and he's fouled by Goodman. And now Goodman, that is his third foul. You know, it, you know I, I mentioned earlier, maybe you getting Joey Cole a couple minutes into this game, and certainly, you know, at this point in the game, it's probably pointless to get him in there, but having a ball handler like like himself, uh, certainly helps the Maroons late in games when they need somebody to move the ball around with the dribble. So Morrow at the free throw line hits the first, and officially I have him for 13 points. And the scoreboard has him for more than that, I believe. Well, I'm telling you what, you better get it right. Is good. There's a few people are listening that to make sure that those, those points are right. 55-44, Dowling by 11. I'll take your word for that. Two minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Now a whistle and a foul before the shot on Dowling as Goodman. Kleppy's fourth foul. Yeah, all of a sudden he's picked up three quick fouls. Kleppy with four fouls. And Coach was uh, going to him for those iso plays. This is a one-and-one. They're giving the foul to Colin Clark. Okay. Which goes well for Dowling, seeing that Clark only has two. And the front of the one-and-one is good by Goodman. Now it's 15 points. 55-45, 55-45, Dowling by 10. Second free throw is good. 16 points for Goodman. Here comes the full court press. Just under two minutes ago, uh, Maroon's up nine. And you'll see Southeast Polk press and probably the remaining part of this game. There's Cluffy with it across the timeline. Gets tomorrow. And now stolen away by Southeast Polk. Three in the corner by Goodman is no good. Rebound Dowling. Kleppy with it, and he's hit and fouled in the backcourt by Zeb Hinn. So free throws coming for Davis Check. 75% free throw shooter. Hasn't shot a lot of them this year. He's only been in line four times. He's going to get some experience here. Maroons lead by nine with 144 left. Timeout situation. Dowling has four. The Rams have two. It, it, it comes down to free throw shooting, and, and you mentioned the Maroons are what, one one of their last three play a game. Critical free throws are, will be the uh, big part of this 
this one for the uh, for the for the Maroons. Shaq hits the first free throw. That's his thirteenth point. Fifty-six forty-six Dowling. Second free throw is short. Rebound Southeast Polk, and now a steal by Dowling. Metten with the steal. Now the ball loose into the hands of Clark. Underneath and a layup, good. Metten with the assist, or Metten with the basket, and the assist to Kleppe. Metten with his second point, Dowling by 12. Corner three by Goodman is in and out and back in, good. Timeout, Southeast Polk. Goodman with his 19th point. Minute 23 to go. We'll keep it here. So keep it here. Tautos and give you some notes. The guy next to you takes right. notes. So, so big election tonight, I hear. It's an Elkhart. Elkhart. It's a small community. So, the so, guy next to you might have information on so that. So a lot of our listeners were obviously. Three people running. Three people running. Mm-hmm. At least the reports I'm getting is. Reports. 15, 15 total votes. So your. Folks, this is Jimmy Catalo with this unofficial. Really hard. Where are you getting tonight? the numbers? Where are you getting this stuff at? I mean, come on. I know better. I, I just, you know. You're, you're, you're stirring up stuff. I think we had as many people working down at, at uh, your now, office. Let's go back to the, now usually we do this when the game gets out of hand, but we can do it right now. I heard in your neighborhood, and I, this is a fact, that you are the neighborhood Scrooge. No <laughs> lights, no candy for Halloween, no nothing, and yet the Skiglianos, the Chidos, they're all, you know, doing the happy things. And what, your, your house is dark? No Christmas lights. No, no, you have to understand. You got people who work, and there's people that work not as hard. That's you. Your wife. Your wife does the work. So, I know. Yeah. So I, I make sure. What that is going on? I, I heard that's a that's an interesting neighborhood. I mean, you got all these great neighbors, of which you help none of them to assist them with the holiday decorations. <laughs> well, we get back to that as uh, out of the timeout. Was that a minute break that I had? All right. <laughs> a lot of filler. Yeah. Here's Morrowind with the steal. In the front court, Dowling won't shoot it. Metten with a good decision. Minute 10 to go. Dowling up nine and foul called on Southeast Polk. And that'll put Colin Clark blind. This foul will be on Bruce Johnson, who just checked in for Southeast Polk. 6'2 junior. So Johnson picks up his first foul. Clark to the line. Colin tonight with two points in the second quarter. And he'll have... Two free throws here, as that is the 10th team foul on Southeast Polk. Double bonus for Dowling the rest of the way. First free throw is good. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Skeptics Formal Wear, Catholic Tuition Organization, and Mercy One. These are our reads. I know you kind of went off kilter in the Johnson game with some stuff I've never, rec- I never even heard of. Second free throw, <laughs> no good. And the rebound out to Southeast Polk. And now Trail hits from the right elbow. Good. That's his eighth point. Now whistling a foul on the backcourt on Southeast Polk. Sheck to the line for double. And a foul on Hens, his third. Hard, hard full court press by, by the Rams. And, oh, yeah. Rams got a little bit loose there, but found Sheck along the, uh, the sideline and threw the foul. And the first free throw by Davis. No good. One of his rare misses. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part our good friends at Ashworth Vision Clinic, Dental Associates, and Mercy One. 59-51 Dowling. Minute to play. Second free throw by Sheck. Good. Davis two out of four at the free throw line here in the fourth quarter. Dowling by nine. Long three in and out. No good by the Rams. Rebound Dowling. Trying to stay strong with the ball. 
This is Kleppy with it. Dowling with a three-on-one, and Morrow with a layup good. Drew Morrow, his 16th point. 62-51, 35 seconds to go. Rams with it. Here's Goodman in the lane. His shot is blocked, and a foul on Dowling. They're going to get Kleppy or Riddick Metten. It'll be on Metten, his second. You look at the, the scoring distribution for the, for the Maroons, three guys currently in double digits. Uh, and that, that doesn't include the output that uh, Frederick's had tonight. So really good distribution by, by the Maroons offensively to get several more kids involved in the offense and, and, and on the scoreboard. John Tunks the line. He's back in the lineup. He gets a start tonight, 6'2 sophomore, has six points in the first half, and then misses both free throws. So he's two for four at the line. He has eight points in the contest. 62-51, Dowling. Maroons get the rebound. Check in the front court tomorrow. They double-team everything. Says Southeast Polk. Dowling finding the open man. Here's Metten to Kleppy. Kleppy now double-team. This is to Metten. Being strong with the ball. Gets it back to Metten. Seven on the shot clock, which is equal to the game clock, and that'll do it. Dowling will dribble it out. The Maroons pick up an 11-point win on the road. 62-51, Dowling Catholic comes from behind and defeats Southeast Polk in the second half after the Maroons trailed in the first half by as many as eight points, and they come away with the win here in the second half, and they finish strong, Jimmy. Just a great great team effort by the Maroons tonight uh, across the board in the way they attacked the basket and the way they rebounded the ball. But their defense, I thought the zone, once again, was very effective for the Maroons as they continued to really put pressure on the opponents to shoot the ball and shoot the ball well. And Southeast Polk just did not make enough shots tonight to stick uh, to stick out to the game uh, with the Maroons. But I think the defense that they are finding and their identity in their defense is certainly causing opponents some problems, at least here in the uh, in the early part of the season. And then the Maroons knocking down free throws. They went to the line 12 times in that uh, fourth quarter. And I've got them for four, six. So they went six of 12 of the fourth quarter at the free throw line. They finished 11 for 21 at the line tonight. Southeast spoke at the line, what, seven times in the fourth quarter. They went five of seven at the line unofficially. So they finished 14 of 18 at the line tonight. So free throw's pretty even. But Dowling comes away with the win. The Maroons improve their record on the season. As uh, they go to two and three on the year, Southeast Polk falls to zero and five in boys play. We'll take a break and we'll take a let's do a two minute break. Jennifer, Mark Amadell, Jimmy Cataldo, final score in the boys contest: Dowling sixty two, Southeast Polk fifty one. And in the girls game, it was Southeast Polk defeating Dowling fifty three to fifty in a top ten matchup in game one of our doubleheader. Back with the post game show, of the boys contest. Following these messages, we'll take a two minute break along the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Encounter Jesus and local Catholics daily. Tune in to Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of the Daily Mass from St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines, weekday mornings at 1030, or listen anytime with the Iowa Catholic Radio mobile app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. 
Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. This is Dr. Stephanie Mohan from St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Do pets go to heaven? Now, personally, I was greatly traumatized by the classic movie dramatizing dog murder and revenge, All Dogs Go to Heaven. However, there is a grain of theological truth to the film. Dogs can't go to hell. Meriting heaven or hell comes from either living in intimate relationship with Christ or choosing something else that you love more. That kind of relationship, that kind of choice, is one that only humans have because we're the only creatures that God created in his own image, the image of love. Animals, who show affection or dislike out of instinct rather than out of reason and will, can't be held responsible for their actions and certainly can't enjoy or suffer any eternal consequences for them. So will pets be in heaven? It's possible, but only because God created earth as a sign of heaven, not because of their own merit and not because we just won't be happy without them. If God isn't enough for us, then we're not going to be happy in heaven, with or without Fluffy. For more, youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And we're back here at the Southeast Polk Gym alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale, as we go through our final statistics following tonight's Dowling win on the road. The Maroons now improve their record to 2-3 and three in boys' play. Southeast Polk goes to 0-4. Dowling with the win, 62-51. The Maroons led by as many as 13 points as they were closing it out in that uh, fourth quarter. And the Rams had an eight-point lead at times in that first half, but Dowling kind of chipped in and took control in the third quarter, got the game close, and they pulled away, Jimmy. As some had said before, this is a must-win game for the Maroons when you look at their schedule and you look at the opponents that they play, the caliber of, of, of people that they play. You know, Certainly a, a road win here at Southeast Polk is, is a big win for the Maroons as they continue to, to uh, build their case uh, for, for hopefully some, some good postseason rankings. But you know, this is a game that uh, the Maroons did a, a tremendous job adjusting in the game. They, their turnover started to diminish, their rebounds started to increase, but shot the ball well when they needed to shoot the ball well, uh, made uh, a lot of layups, tacking the baskets, but certainly capitalized on, on a poor shooting night uh, for Southeast Polk tonight. Well, let's go through the scoring before you go through the final statistics for uh, Dowling, uh, the road team tonight. That's the fifth straight game they for the road, yeah. brand-new road maroon uniforms, and uh, they look good, but we've seen that's what the white ones look like here on Friday night. Well, you look at, at Friday night's <laughs> first home game for the Maroons, and uh, you know I think there's going to be a lot of people excited to uh, to open those lights or open those doors, turn on those lights, and and, and get that team out there uh, on a good good home home uh, crowd. As I as I told Coach Myers, uh, do we have anybody that's going to run the uh, shot clock and got all those people lined up? Do you know if the athletic director, the assistant well, athletic I, director, I, I think we haven't the, been home so long. I think the entire group who runs the scoreboard need to be woken up i mean i know crandall's on on that oh, scoreboard i'll oh, sure go right after crandall one of your and, football uh, buddies you know, sure. out there and sure. kevin Adi is solid he is solid but, but he's keeping the book he's got the non-digital stuff he's got the scorebook and he's official uh, you know the, the, hey listen everything got changed you know moved some people around and putting people where they succeed well and i think Adi. maybe going where they on the shot on, on, on the shot clock this wow year. all right let's take a look at the scoring I got uh, Drew Morrow unofficially for 18 points tonight to lead Dowling. 14 points for Davis Sheck. Ryan Cleffey with 10 points. Those are three starters. And then uh, followed by Nick Frericks off the bench with six points. Five points from Andrew Nianji, including that basket right at the end of the third quarter. Four points for Jack Odie off the bench. 
three points for uh, Colin Clark and two points for Riddick Metten. Uh, Dante Cataldo with two points. As the Maroons went 11 for 21 at the free throw line, they were 6 of 12 in the fourth quarter at the line, and they finished 11 for 21. All right, for Southeast Polk, they had two players in double figures, led by Bodie Goodman, the six-foot sophomore with 19 points, followed by Riley Edwards with 12. Eight points for Lincoln Cantrell. Off the bench, or Sean Tunkson, his first start with eight points. Then two points for Zeb Hins and for Jackson Barton. Again, Southeast Polk without Connor Moberly. He'll be, he's lost for the year with a broken hand, and he had surgery, so he's out for, for three months. The Rams went 14 of 18 at the free throw line in the loss. So the Rams, uh, Dowling's attempted three more free throws, but Southeast Polk made three more free throws. Uh, Dowling 11 of 21, the Rams 14 of 18. So tail of the tape. Certainly got to look at those free throws and missing 10 free throws on, on the night uh, when you shoot 21. That certainly is something that I'm thinking – Coach uh, Dale King and, and, and his group is going to shake their head out a little bit and, and work on. But if you look at the game stats, the Maroons uh, for the game, 19 of 39 from the field, 48%, 7 of 17 from the three-point arc uh, for 41%, 32 total rebounds for the Maroons and 14 turnovers. For the opponent, Southeast Polk Rams, 5 of 24 from the field, uh, 4 of 23 from the three-point arc, just 17%. I think the, the, the zone defense that the Maroons employ uh, certainly causes havoc on, on, on team shooting, and to keep uh, the Rams to 4 of 23 from the, from the three-point arc is a big thing for the Maroons. 25 total rebounds for the Rams and then 13 turnovers. So certainly, you know, you look across the board, things that stick out is, is, is the Maroons crashed the board. They, they, they started limiting their turnovers but shot the ball well, and that was the recipe for success against Johnson. I think the Maroons are starting to find identity as to, you know, what works well for them and then, you know, what doesn't. So certainly uh, the guys contributing, you talk about Sheck with 16, Morrow with 18, and Kleppe with 10, three guys in double digits. you gotta, you got to have that disbursement of, of points to make it tough on the opponent's defense on who they're going to guard. They certainly do. And uh, congratulations to the Maroons. They improved their record to 2-3 and three on the season. Dowling will host number 10 Ankeny. In the boys' game on uh, Friday night at the Dowling Gym, we'll have that game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Girls' game begins at 6.15. We'll be on the air at 6 o'clock for that. For Southeast Polk, they go on the road, and they travel to Urbandale this Friday night for a girl-boy doubleheader beginning at 6.15. So best of luck to the Rams. And, uh, Jimmy, Dowling takes the win. They take it uh, into their home court. They've been pretty good on Tuesday nights at Johnson last week and at Southeast Polk this week. The Dowling boys pulling off. You know, I, I think what would be a tremendous thing for this, for this group of, of young men, young women, to play their first home game is that, you know, we have a great crowd. Uh, so if, if, if people aren't out there doing anything on Friday night, you know, show up at the Dowling Gym. Hope to goodness our band's out there live and, and, and loud. We're going to have a great student section. But welcome these these uh, two teams who have fought hard on the road uh, for the last five games. And, and hopefully they, they come to a gymnasium that's warmly welcome, which they, uh, they've well deserved. Absolutely. Well, Jimmy, thank you. Uh, drive careful going home. I know you and your mileage deal will we'll settle up with that some. Somewhere down the road. I mean, you, you, it's, it's, we're taking you all around the CIML. You'd be here anyway. Number one, your son plays. But number two, you'd be Dallas County. Now we're in uh, what are we? Western Jasper County. No, this is Polk County. So never, never mind. Well, you know, we're getting close to somewhat close to Elkhart. So you can stop and, and, <laughs> and make the loop and pick up the, the voting tabulations oh. and work them back down to the office because you had what about a dozen people work really hard for. How many votes? Twenty. Yeah. Well, the director just texted me, so it's not going to be good tomorrow because of some of the stuff you're saying. I'll just say that. And I. Oh no. Oh yeah. Yeah. Machine. Yeah.
<laughs> hand count? You do not get off. Oh, the election went fine. Okay. It's it's the comments that sometimes come out of you. I try to back it up with neighborhood <laughs> issues and. Yeah, we'll you get can't through. dodge this. I mean, this, this is tonight was an election night. It's so important that we work well down at that that office on Court Avenue. And I don't want to add okay. any added pressure to that guy who's, you who's did really did. worked hard. And you know, I just hope there's not a recount. Wow, you're pulling out all the stops. That's that's uh, Jimmy Cataldo, folks. <laughs> Johnny, if you're listening, that's that's Jimmy. Not that's your neighbor. That's your neighbor without lights. Scrooge. Doesn't hand out candy. <laughs> yeah, I found out a lot. Yeah, you're you're a neighborhood guy. Well, listen, we got they're unplugging us, so we're gonna have, we're gonna lose our power here any minute because we're tied in with MediaCom. Right. By the way, MediaCom and Wade Lukenbill, who did the color for uh, uh, BJ Shaven, who did both uh, both games, and of course Laura Leonard did the girls' game. MediaCom will replay that uh, throughout the week. Uh, it might get it up uh, next day or two, and then you'll see that. So. Uh, great, great job by them, and also by the folks here at Southeast Polk High School. Thanks to Jason Campbell, their athletic director, and all the folks. Tracy Daly, Alan Jenkins, uh, their girls and boys basketball coach. Thanks for them to helping us get prepared. And Jimmy, we'll see you at Dowling's home opener. We're already a month into the season. We'll see you. We'll see you I'm Friday excited. night at home. I have, a, I have a, I have a park, parking spot. You do. I may have a pass. A pass to what? So this let me get pass? into the place. Oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah. I know I know the guy who owns the con- or runs the concessions. I may get a pop out of it or a water. Unlike tonight, you know, nothing. I had you got bars had, in front of you. There's a reason for that. I had the director's brother eating a <laughs> like like a pizza pocket. That, I, mean, I thought he was keeping staff, and here he's just oh checking gosh. his phone. Well, that it, that does happen, but uh, you know, we made it through. You made it through. Yep. Drive careful going home. Uh, Dante need a ride, or he's going no, on the bus. No, going going with my family, and right. uh, I look so forward to, to a home opener. Next Friday, or this Friday. Absolutely. Jimmy, thank you, and we'll see you Friday night. Jimmy Cataldo, my uh, broadcast partner. That'll wrap up our broadcast here from Southeast Polk High School. Our thanks to Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, and all the people behind the scenes, Colleen Webb, Jared Herring, and, of course, Tom Wilson in the Dowling Athletic Office. And, of course, thanks to uh, Clay Steel King and Kristen Meyer, the Dowling boys and girls basketball coaches. Our next broadcast will be this Friday night, and we'll be simulcasting with CISN. It'll be Dowling hosting Ankeny in the Maroons' home opener and uh, we'll be on the air at 6 o'clock with our pregame. Girls will tip off at 6.15, the boys to follow at 7.45. So join me along with Scott Babinett and Jimmy Cataldo for the call here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network this Friday night. For everybody involved with tonight's game, thank you. And uh, we'll remind you the final scores for the final time. In the girls' contest, number four, Southeast Polk, defeated number nine, Dowling, 53-50, as the Maroons' record uh, goes to three and four. And Southeast Polk now 7-0 on the girls' season. And the Dowling boys pick up their second win. They're now 2-3 and three as the Maroons defeated Southeast Polk 62-51 in the boys' contest. The Rams fall to 0-5. For our student producer, once again, Jennifer Phelps, I'm Mark Amadale. From all of us here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, have a safe and blessed faith-filled evening. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.